Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Four Light Podcast, a weekly podcast about gaming, gaming news, and all things entertainment related. I'm your host for this evening, Leighton, joined by my co-hosts. Hey, I'm Ethan. I'm David. And I'm Aiden. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Um, so today's going to be a pretty fun, exciting episode. We don't normally do stuff like this, and hopefully this will be like a recurring like, very much yearly thing. I am so, so excited, so excited actually. No, this is going to be awesome. I think this will probably be the most hype episode we have, except it's, for it, maybe when we actually watch the game reviews. It's, oh, yeah, no, of course. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... It's going to be a long one. For context... It's going to be a long time. For context, uh, we're extending this episode to about two hours if we can. Um, maybe shorter, needed, maybe longer, if, needed, if, if necessary. For context, we're going to be going over the nominees for the Game of the Year awards. Um, and all their categories. And all the other categories for that, except esports. We're going to try to stray, stray away from esports because none of us are really big uh, into it. Big yeah, into we, it. I, if you ask me to name an esports, al- uh, an esports athlete, I'd look at you like you were crazy. I we mean, can, we're, we're actually we're talking about game, though. Game is easy just because that's a field that kind of Yes, no, knows. everyone knows. No, that. I agree. We're and plus, you know, I've watched some esport content. I just don't know the players and the no, teams or what's going no. on. It's just I, it's I, cool I, to see I, I hop in I hop into the the streams and be like, "Oh, here's some pro level players. That's cool. I'll watch that." I know, I, I, I know no one, and I know no team. We're going to go ahead and get started uh, talking about uh, our nominees, or not our nominees, but the nominees for the categories, and we're going to talk about our own personal opinions on who's, or like predictions on who's going to win. And um, I'd say this first category is actually I can't look. Pretty, I think it's interesting. Discussion. I agree. This will be a pretty tame discussion. I agree. This one will be pretty tame, but I think we should go into how we're going to do this real quick first. Yeah, explain it. Um, so to explain, uh, what we're going to do, is, so we're going to do a point system where all of us will make a prediction. It doesn't have to be different from one another, um, but we're all going to have a point system. And if <coughs> during going into January, seeing the Game of the Year awards, if we uh, make a correct prediction, we get one point. Whoever has the most points at the end wins. So, um, yeah. We should do something on bets. Somebody has to buy, oh, oh. Magic Pack for every single... Uh, magic magic pack, for the winner. pack for the winner. Oh. Yeah, every, other person, every other person has to buy a Magic Pack for the Actually, winner. Actually, no. Take it. I'm, I'm down. Right I'm here, down. Right here. Right here. That's that's. I don't. I, this is. Oh my god. Excuse me. No. Give me that hand, boy. The other hand. My my thumb is still healing, by the way, and they just gripped right on the knuckle Actually, where I it did. hurts. Like. I did. <laughs> All right. Good lord. But All right. So, so yeah. Um, I think we can go ahead and get started. Our first category, uh, best esports game. This is the only category in esports we're gonna do again to uh, reelaborate because we again don't know esports, but we know the games kind of. Right. Um. So, the best esports game description is for the game that has delivered the best overall esports experience to players, inclusive of tournament tournaments, community support, and content updates, inter- irrespective of genre or platform. So. Game has delivered the best overall esports experience. Um, now the nominees are Counter Strike Global Offensive by Valve, Dota 2 also by Valve, League of Legends by Riot Games, Rocket League by Psyonix and Epic Games, and Valorant also by Rocket, uh, Riot Games. I'd, I'd, like to, I'd like to start this. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. CS:GO has dominated the market. For well over a decade, I I feel like s- these others, while very popular, quite don't live up to the hype Capping. that is 
Counter Strike. Interesting. No. That is such an interesting opinion because I Counter Strike wasn't even on my. Brain. Yeah, seriously. Really? It wasn't no. even. It wasn't no. on League my. League of Legends either. was my top. Actually, it League of Legends was the hype. I think Dota it is sucks. the only one that's on It already. sucks, but if you think about it, you know. I think I Dota's the it. bottom in my opinion. That's right above yep. it. CS:GO in my opinion, and then everything else was an actual contender. CS:GO. I feel like CS. I feel like CSGO has been bigger than, like, Valorant, its counterpart. I agree, than... but in the past, I think in modern days, I don't think it's I don't popular. see much about CSGO. I don't see much I about see CSGO. I see CSGO everywhere. Is like, it on... in terms of esports and stuff. Interesting. Mm. I see hell, a I lot f- more hell, about... I follow ESL CSGO, hmm. the uh, top esports league of CSGO, I and it gets well over, like, like multi-thousands of views every single time. Okay, so CSGO for you. What about Layton? Well... I'm gonna let you guys say your kind of your arguments okay. first because I do have an argument against league, but not for anything in particular. I like how none of us have so started with Rocket League. It's CS:GO <laughs> for eight, so I have two different answers for this one. What I think is deserved and what I think is actually going to win. What I think is actually going to win is going to be Valorant. Valorant has exploded in most recent years, and is I that think your it vote is. Just, yeah, that's my vote. Okay. That's my vote. Okay, and I think that is what's exploded. I think that's the most popular at this moment among gamers. And even if you look to Twitch, everyone that's like a popular gamer is Everyone's looking at Valorant. Everyone's looking at Valorant. That's that's my personal opinion. I think it's given the best atmosphere, especially based on the description. But my personal opinion for what I think should win and what I've had the most fun watching is Rocket League. I personally think if I were to choose it, Rocket League Mm -hmm. would win. I honestly, I would agree with you on like preference, I think. I, like every time I see someone playing Rocket League, I'm actually interested in. Like it, it gives me the same lot of skill. It takes it gives me the same vibe as actual like full on physical sports like hockey. It's an incredible it me, amount of it, skill too. It's incredible. Amount it's like of skill. you have to be able to maneuver your like car and stuff with certain movements on a controller. And uh, people use controller typically because. Uh, mouse using a mouse and is keyboard awful. is like awful. Uh, I've tried that. <laughs> yeah. for, this, for this specific kind of thing. Literally, and that's, it is mm-hmm. like, it's a anomaly in the esports league of just using the control instead of mouse and keyboard. But like, mm-hmm. honestly, by preference, I would say. Me too, me too. Uh, but yeah. my vote's going towards League of Legends just because I, I just have this gut experience that I feel like it's just going to come out on top. I've, okay. see, I, I, feel it's I do see that Rocket League has the highest skill ceiling. Where you can get some crazy stuff because with CS:GO it is all it's you got aim and then you have all strategy. It's all communication and all strategy. And I feel it's very similar with Valorant, except for it has Valorant, kind of Valorant a, has that little bit of extra, like all the different agents the abilities, and abilities and stuff like that. CS:GO yeah. has the even playing field, so it's the most easy. To, like obviously, there's the strategy elements of it of choosing your character and um, basing your character in team comp off of like and synergizing with each other to get the best possible combination of heroes you can. Yeah. And but I real I think CS:GO the reason it's like been done so well for so long is because everything is even. It shows the um like the individual the skills of the individual players and, and the how teams and, the, and the teams and the commu- their communication, how well they know the maps, how good much they've practiced for in terms of um like aim-wise and it's a level playing field for all where Everything comes down to positioning and communication rather than what agent you chose. Yeah, because you can pretty much master the guns in CSGO, I would yeah. say. Like, all of them to an so, extent. So, Layden, you're, you're, you're bringing up the hype, the end of the train. What do you think is the best? Okay, 
I have an argument against League of Legends. Again, I was saying this earlier, and my argument against League of Legends is, yes, it's the... I would say it probably has the most overall, like, <clears throat> amount of people playing it for competitive reasons. I agree. However, it's one... I would say it's probably one of the harder ones to get into, and not everybody enjoys that game. I agree. Like, I can enjoy CSGO. Few. I can enjoy CSGO and not play esports. Mm. And, I, and then I can go watch an esports tournament because I like CSGO, and then go watch a CSGO tournament because I'm interested in CSGO. Well, yeah, not, I mean, not like, like I probably would never step into a, a League of Legends tournament ever. ever. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I don't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole because the fans are so, they're so awful. They're just awful. They, they're known for being toxic and sweaty. Um, yeah, like, so my reason League wouldn't go as uh, League wouldn't be the number one winner there is because of the community. This is going to be my yeah, number one. Yeah, I feel like number one. Number one, I would say, in my personal opinion, is going to be Valorant. Let's because go. Because I 100% agree. The hype around Valorant, especially in the recent years, is just outstanding. It's skyrocketing. It's still growing even now. Um, Valorant has that perfect mix of like CS:GO plus like other stuff with it because it's it, it feels like CS:GO and how it plays at least from what I've seen, and um, but it also has the other unique things so people can master a character over another, right. and exactly. um, yeah, yep. you can get good at one specific thing rather than trying to be good at everything at once. It has those aspects of CS:GO that makes it loved. And it also has the aspects that make Overwatch love. Just to actually wrap up, your vote? CSGO. Your vote? I got League it. League of Legends? Valorant for me? And Valorant for me. Mm. Now, moving on, our next uh, category for Game of the Year Awards. There's only one category. Yeah, there's only one category, and that's <laughs> forever. Um, next category, most anticipated game. The description of the award is recognizing an announced game that has demonstrably illustrated potential to push the gaming medium forward so mm -hmm. this has to do with innovation and just trying to it's an announced game that has the potential to make the like push games further than where they are now oh, no. the nominees are final fantasy i believe that's 16 yep. by square enix hogwarts legacy mm -hmm. by avalanche studios and warner brothers games resident evil 4 by capcom yep. starfield by bethesda game studios and bethesda softworks and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom by Nintendo. What do you think? Uh, we'll start with David now. Well, okay. Yeah. okay I just want to say go. really quick, Starfield It's going to be a really cool game. I was going to say that too. It's, it's going like... to be fantastic, and I'm very excited to play it. I am tenfold excited to, for T Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. I think it's going to advance the story of Zelda. It's going to advance gameplay on the Switch medium. I think it's going to advance in every single category. Hell, it might That's even why, for me, my vote is Tears of the Kingdom. Hell, it might even push Nintendo to make a new Switch. Right. I think that's honestly what it's going to do. I think like, that's what it's doing. We've talked about our conspiracy theories about this, but like, we <laughs> yeah, genuinely... Yeah, our own conspiracy I have theories. a really, honestly, I, like an argument for this. I was going back and forth between two... It would be an obvious to a lot of our audience members and also the guys as well. Yep. I would choose Zelda 100%. Oh, yeah. But I know, I know would. which one. And, I, and I'm still, I am still on Zelda, and there's a reason. I went back and forth between Hogwarts Legacy mm -hmm. and Zelda. Because That's I was thinking to myself, I was like, yep. if I were to play, if I were to pick two games, I'd obviously pick, like, those are both fantastic games. And I honestly have about as much hype as I 
as I do for Zelda, as I do for Hogwarts. The thing is, I've been waiting for Zelda since I finished, I, since I literally killed Ganon on Zelda 1, on Breath of the Wild 1. Like, I literally was like, I want more. I want more right now. I think something like, I want to say, too, Hogwarts Legacy may be a total flop. It could be, yeah. And too. that's what I'm concerned about. From what we're seeing, it, has, it, it looks, it has potential, and I think that's a, where a lot of it, the excitement for is like it's a Hogwarts game. Like, holy crap! Yeah. Like we're gonna be able to it's, see we're that. In I, op- we're in open world Harry Potter lore with an almost elder, like a, almost FromSoft type of combat. But every time I've seen someone try and copy FromSoft style, it hasn't gone so well. Yeah, I agree. However, like, uh, I, shell. I do, uh, yeah, Moral mm. Shell. I was very interested in trying to get that um, early yes. on. But um, I will disagree with you here on this one, David, because that's not the point of the category. The point of the category is a an announced game that has demonstrated the potential to push the gaming medium forward. Yes, but this is the thing. I, I did say it is going to push the gaming medium forward. By saying, like, it is going to challenge in every aspect gameplay that we've seen of Zelda and the lore. Oh, no, I'm talking about Hogwarts. Oh, Hogwarts? Yeah, because... Or was it Ethan that said that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, the reason I disagree with you saying that Hogwarts Legacy could flop being a reason for, um, like, people not voting for it here is because that's not the point of the category. I I agree. I got you. What is it? Um, You said Hogwarts Legacy. You don't think... It has the potential to flop, and that's why you're voting for Tears of the Kingdom. Well, I no, no, no. disagree with that. No, he so he said it was. It has a potential to flop. One of I you said, said it. it. Has, I know, that was me. It was me. There it was is me. there's the okay. potential, but there still is the excitement. There is like, I still have excitement. I can tell that it might. It because also Zelda could 100 percent flop. They all like, could flop. That's the point. And that was the whole discussion about God of War that we'll probably have later. Is that people were like. Dude, if this game sucks, like my entire year will be ruined. Yeah, no, my like, entire if they don't life do this right, then, and then yeah. that's exactly the conversation that's going to come up with Zelda. Is like, if they don't do that right, There's they're going to ruin of, so many things. About there, that there is a lot of stuff riding on it. Yeah, which is kind of scary for developers, but at the same yeah, time, it's, it's terrifying. Like, a better way to put it is, how many, how many people are going to have their years ruined if this game flops? That's what you're voting on. I will. I will keep it real here. It's uh, anticipation. With, yeah. With Hogwarts Legacy, with the ability to push the medium forward, with gameplay that we've seen and even in the trailers, it's not breaking any grounds with design. I would no, say combo wise. I agree with that. Yeah, maybe with combos. Yeah, because you, but I've been seeing like gameplay of like just how he can you can flick and use different spells and Avada Kedavra and I don't know how to say well, it actually right, but it's fine. We've been we've been playing through some of these games for Game of the Year. We watched Plague Tale. It's nowhere near Plague Tale level, yeah. and it's going yeah. to be released later on. And I think the difficulty with that is that it's the, what it's trying to do in the first place, which is be a massively multiplayer online yep. Hogwarts game, Harry Potter game. And because you have the limitations of what that entails, yep. you're not going to have the same level of um, like art. Actually, not I think have that's the a good point. Level of, uh, movement maybe combat systems is a little different because you have to have a good combat system to have a good game and mm-hmm. something like that um, and I think combo wise I think it depends on how much they've expanded the way you can use spells in that game mm-hmm. like how much time they've put into doing that 
that would be the only groundbreaking thing that they may have done. I agree. Yeah, if the combat system is so intricate that you could use like all of the spells, then it has real potential. Yeah. Starfield. It's been in development oh, for a long been time. Oh yeah, and that's why we haven't had Elder Scrolls Six yet, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I don't think it's going to be groundbreaking. Yes, because it's Skyrim, Skyrim. space. But yes, it will. It will be. It's a Bethesda game. Everyone knows the Bethesda style. So what do you guys think? Ooh, though? Bethesda. Zelda. I'm gonna say Zelda. Too. Zelda is going to do it. An all around. That's actually all around Zelda. Zelda is going to do it. I think Zelda's gonna so, do it for most anticipated game of the year. 110. So I'm gonna keep it real, really quick. I just want to mention Bethesda really quick. They're going through a lot of shit right now too. Like with so. because uh, Mick Gordon released a lot of shit. Um, like, he got called out on uh, Reddit or something by one of the developers, and he, like, lost a lot of money because of that and got a lot of reputation destroyed. And he released... It was something like 40 pages worth of documented evidence about the contrary of, like... They were telling him, like, he's awful to work with and he's terrible sound designer. He actually doesn't have any talent and things like that. That's so and, Yeah, why... Okay, number one, that's not professional in, the, professional in the first place. To rip apart somebody like that, it doesn't mm -hmm. matter. They put time into your game. Don't mm -hmm. rip them apart. It doesn't matter if they suck to work I think with. there is some... Somewhat of deserved, but I do... I and... Do. No, it doesn't matter. It, you don't do that. Mm -hmm. Especially and, yeah. as a professional company, a professional AAA company, you don't do yeah, that. Yeah, Mick that's, that's, is that for the ripped yard. apart this guy in a like a 40 page document like he wasn't saying anything like slanderous against him but he was just like this is not correct you are saying complete libel right now this is all just completely not correct and I have evidence to prove it mm -hmm. and yeah. he did all that and Bethesda is backing up the person who originally said it so right now it's a big mm. crapshoot but I just wanted to mention that because Bethesda is going to be one of the developers for that and I think they're gonna get some shit for this, and I think it's going to be less. Uh, Bethesda's been getting it. shit for a long, long time. So I yeah, because they have yet to release Elder Scrolls Six, and instead Todd, Todd, Todd. <laughs> Todd. All right, all right. So I think we're all in agreement. Legend Zelda. of Zelda, yep. Tears of the Kingdom is going to be the winner for that category. Hey if guys. we're wrong, I am. Next category is best adaptation of a video game. Recognizing outstanding creative work that faithfully and authentically adapt, adapt, adapts, adapts a video it. game to another entertainment medium. The nominees are Arcane for League of Legends, Cyberpunk Edgerunners, uh, I should be mentioning this, Arcane made by uh, Riot Games, Netflix, and Fortiche, Cyberpunk Edgerunners uh, by Studio Trigger and CD Projekt Red as well as Netflix, yeah. And the Cuphead, the Cuphead Show by Studio MDHR, uh, King Future Syndicate, and Netflix. I don't think we need Sonic the Hedgehog 2 by Sega Sammy Group and Paramount Pictures. And Uncharted by PlayStation Productions and Sony Pictures. Okay. All so right. We're going to start with Ethan. Get, oh, shit. Okay. Oh, dude, I love this. I love how to... Oh, yeah, oh, I actually Jesus. like it. I like it. I like it. All right, so I actually have, I think, a clear... I have, honestly, one that I would... For shits and giggles, I'd put on the Cuphead show. I would just like I if know I really could, it, I would just because I honestly I've. I mean, sometimes you gotta through. vote for the fun, enjoyable. It's just a comfort one, one and yeah. it's so goofy. It's, and it's comforting like, and it's good for kids. Yeah. Like the voice acting for Cuphead and Mugman is actually really, really great. I've um, seen a lot of clips of it. Is it is actually really good? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if I was to be fully honest, I'm 100 percent putting it into Arcane. 
Really? Yeah. No, I'm. I'm I. I'm I think the two guys, the two guys over here, and I are gonna have different different opinions, opinions but us um, two, we're sticking strong. Just how I just yeah, remember no, how much for. hype Arcane got at the beginning of the year. Cyberpunk did also get hype, but like, holy crap! Like it was on every single feed. It was ever like the everything was being um, picked apart. There were so many like um, cosplays yeah. coming out. Like it was incredible and that's where i'm gonna put i'm gonna put so arcane, as well. arcane for him and i just want to say really quick i haven't watched the entirety of edge runners yet i'm being fully honest here but i've watched up to half um but i know that my brother has watched it all the way through and he texted me yesterday saying david i need you to watch all of it right now <laughs> because i am in a destroyed mental state but i will keep it real that's how i was with arcane yeah. I was completely wrecked at certain scenes. It was episode two or three when something goes down, and I just, I remember talking to Ethan yeah. about it and being, like, destroyed. Like, that, that it, yeah. it hit me hard. So, for the impact it has on me and in multiple facets of my life, I'm going to go with Arcane. Arcane? Arcane? Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> now we got those two. Edge runners it is! Okay, so... To start, to start off, my re, the reason I'm choosing Edge Runners over Arcane, I've seen a lot of Arcane. My friends are obsessed with Arcane, not not including these guys, even though they are obsessed with Arcane themselves. Uh, I was begged and begged and begged to watch Arcane. I've seen a lot of Arcane stuff. I still don't think it beats out Edge Runners because it didn't do what Edge Runners <coughs> did. Anime nerd, anime nerd. That's oh shut up! That's what I'm saying. You want to know why I want to vote for Edge Runners? Because your game didn't revive League of Legends from the brink of death. I agree with that. There was no need to revive it. Because League sucks. It sucks. I mean, if a show... It it had the same process, though. And we've talked about this before. It had the same process, but then they went in and said, Oh my god, this sucks. That's that's not a fault to the show. That's just a, like... That's literally like that's a, a fault like, with that game. Yeah, that's a game being like, League of Legends sucks. We all like, can agree and with that. And that is why Cyberpunk's going to win. Because all of the people who are voting on this, all of the people who are voting on this, are going to take that bit of information, that little thing, that it revived Cyberpunk from the brink of death. They're going to take that and they're going to go, damn, this beats out Arcane. As much as I liked Arcane, this beats out Arcane because like, Arcane of Arcane was good, but it didn't do what Cyberpunk did. I agree I, with that. Okay, mm. I'm going to agree with you there. I, I think, as a show, it revived the game. Yes, but if you look at it, I think people debatedly say it is the best animated thing, period, the end. And also, that is not something that you can say about Edge Runners. People say, yeah, it's it's Studio Trigger. I love Studio Trigger. Fantastic. They made <coughs> some of my favorite animes. They did not create some of the best animation, period, yeah. the end. Okay, the, the animation was very good. Yeah. That's not the category. The category is best adaptation. Yeah, they adapted the game better. They did adapt the game. They, it, the animation is not part of that. Although, I will... Okay. Yeah, that, it totally that, is. That, that, that sounds like a lie. Yeah. I'm not saying that groundbreaking animation is not a part of that. I'm yeah, saying yeah, that yeah, that's true. not what people are going to be voting on it for. What? Hold on, I'm just going to lie. What? 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 You the have one person say that, something. No, no, because the thing about the Cuphead show... <laughs> He's is, back on the Cuphead show. Yeah, well, listen, listen, <laughs> wait a minute. Listen wait a minute. here. Listen here, all right? Objection! <laughs> I'm not crazy, but you know. Uh, the Cuphead show 
was and also Sonic uh, the Hedgehog. Both of those are you say Sonic Hedgehog. That doesn't come from any of our games. You have the Chaos Emeralds, blah blah blah. But that's a completely different story, and that's mm. the whole thing about video games and that stuff like that. Cyberpunk didn't have anything except for a couple, like a, a, the location, obviously. But it didn't have any of the characters. It didn't have most of the guns. It honestly, there was a couple locations that were added afterwards. So yeah. So how is it an adap- adaptation? By adaptation, it doesn't really work. And that was the thing about like the Cuphead show. The Cuphead show, the entire game is about fighting people and killing people, and there's literally no fighting or cu- killing because it's, it's a kid show. That's a good point. All they're doing is using the same. Game. You're just using the same graphics. Right. Okay. So um, I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to stem this debate a moment, and I just want to talk about Uncharted, really quickly. Oh, uh, do I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uncharted. I thought it was a really good movie. People were annoyed with Uncharted because of the casting for Tom Holland as Nathan Drake mm-hmm. and for Mark Wahlberg as Sully. I think they did a very good job. Oh, yeah. I don't think it was Uncharted. I think it was a classic adventure uh, movie. I, I think it was, I'm going to go hunt for some lost expedition like treasure and stuff. They also failed to recreate the supernatural stuff that happens in the Uncharted games. In all the Uncharted games, there's some, I think I've talked about this, there's something like weird going on. There's something a little extra that isn't like a normal thing like mm-hmm. you would see in like a, oh, yeah. um, like a medium like that. Um, like a, a Tomb, like Tomb Raider-esque Raider, yeah. medium, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, even Tomb Raider has like some uh, fantasy stuff in it, too. Yeah, right? it has the, um, the Japanese queen that touches, uh, she kills everything she touches. She has, it's like, so neat. Disease, it's like, really yeah. cool. Yeah, no, I, I think Uncharted the movie was a very good movie, and I think Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland <coughs> did an excellent job portraying the two characters, but it was not... I would say Uncharted is going to be at the bottom of this list it's because it was adaptation. not. It wasn't Uncharted. No, it wasn't. So I just want to talk about that about that before we go right back into the conversation. Also, another, Edge Runners versus. I, yeah, I want to also key in. Um, we're just we're sharing our opinions as well as we're not actually angry at each other. Oh, no. We get like fake no, heated. No, no, no. We get, we're not angry. Just, we get just heated joking. at each other. No, we're and not. It's, angry. It literally is just like if we are if we're ping, like picking on anybody or anything like that it's literally just how we. Debate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just final, final it's votes. We got two edge runners. Two edge runners. Two, two edge runners. Two arcane. Let's go. I'm gonna love this next one. Oh, oh okay. this, is a, this was a hard one for me. For this next category, best debut indie. For the best debut game created by a new independent studio, our nominees are Neon White by Angel Matrix, Norco by Geography of Robots, Stray by Blue Twelve Studios, Tunic by the Tunic team, and Vampire Survivors by Ponicle. First, I'm going to start this off real quick. I don't know why Vampire Survivors is on this list. I'll keep it real. I don't know why it is. I don't either. know either. No, it was, actually. It, I, lo- I didn't know what it was until uh, we looked this up and he read it off, and I <coughs> don't understand why it's there. It's a pixelated horde simulator. It looks like it should be like a like a free mobile game. I think I actually was thinking about a different category when I said this one was close in my mind. It was close between two, but... Yeah. No, so, um... Lame. Anyway, mm. I'm, I'm uh, gonna go on. ahead and... Really quick, Neo Farm. I don't know how to say that, um, but we Neo had Farm a chat in, the, in, in Twitch. Uh, it got pretty popular on Twitch and probably spawned a ton of clones. So I was just say it, it is a popularity thing. I'm just like it bumps a lot. There is a lot of I've seen a lot I've of, seen a ones lot of very, very similar yep. to it. 
I also want to preface, we did not start off by saying this, but we are currently using the Gematsu.com website to go through the list of yeah, uh, different games and stuff. They have all of them listed out and all the categories along with their respective um, so descriptions. So, um, this one is a difficult category for me. I'm going to go ahead and start off by uh, talking about the nominees. Um, difficult category because Vampire Survivors I know little to nothing about. Norco, I know little to nothing about, and Neon White, I know little to nothing about. Neon White, I've seen a lot of things on TikTok about. Um, It does look like an interesting game, because the way the combat works, it's, um... The the, the combat is similar to, say, like, I don't know, Ultra Kill? It's it's uh, floaty, it's bouncy, and you've got guns. So yeah. if you know that style of combat from like yeah. indie games, that's that's what you put that in your mind. But the whole point if of the game If you've ever played bad business on Roblox. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, it kinda of feels like that in a weird way. But Does it? It feels the same kind of bouncy and floaty that some Roblox games kind of get. But um the way the combat works is that you get your powers through cards. So you have cards and then combinations of cards that uh, you can turn into combos against enemies and you fly around the map and do all sorts of stuff. So it's pretty innovative. It's a pretty innovative indie game. Um, innovative, yes. Innovative, yes. Now I best, would say yeah, probably not. Best debut game. It did I'm, really well for being a debut. Did I, it match up to the others? I don't think so. I I don't think any of those are going to match up. Any of those three neon white Norco and Vampire Surge against the big two Stray and Tunic, and I'm going to vote Stray for this one. Mm. Because Stray I'm is keep it real. huge. I'm voting Stray too. Stray really? Is, Stray came out. It, this is an indie de- game. It is an indie developer. Okay. And it took the world by storm. And it is. It, did. it was huge. It was huge. And it, it did. I'll keep it real. I, I love Tunic and I love its gameplay. I'm a big fucking dungeon crawler player like i love that shit <laughs> hades fan fucking tastic one of my favorite things sorry that came out of me um <laughs> it's okay we swear every once in a while every once in a while but um tunic was fantastic and i loved it however i do not think it beats stray in yeah. multiple categories i i think stray is so definitely sending. the clear winner here but, i did see a little bit of uh, Ethan playing Tunic, and I thought it was a very, I thought it was a very cute. I think it was a fun game, and it looks it looked interesting, and it had um, very like smooth um, like ways of going about it. But I'm about to change. It, it, it looked like Hades for kids that can't play Hades because it's too hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm saving ours. all this. It's being wrapped up, and when we get to best indie, y'all are being destroyed. That's destroyed. perfect. So you can stay there. Uh, you go ahead and tie. What do you think? This is a very hard decision for me because Ethan convinced me to play. Like Stray took the world by storm. I'm pretty sure there were like multinational news articles about it and talking about it, exactly. where it's like this is the this is the strangest game I've ever heard of. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly why it's Tunic. the best debut. It's such a quaint and cute little game with incredible graphics and incredible sound design. Not to put Stray down, because Stray's graphics are top tier with that cyberpunk uh, aesthetic yeah. along with the robots and all that. There wasn't a lot to it. It's true. There wasn't a lot. I actually disagree. To what? Yeah, it, it was, was only short a 10-hour game. game. Yeah. To what? Only a 10-hour game. That's fantastic for a game that looks like that, plays like that, and is as innovative as a Stray. By an indie developer. That that whole thing... 
really quick, that whole thing about you saying taking the world by storm, a lot of news articles about it, that's putting a developer out there. That's mm -hmm. taking all, that, that's giving them so much um, to work with. To work with for the future. That, that in essence, is a debut game. Is saying, here, this is who we are. To actually, I actually agree with that. And how, I think I was thinking about this category in the best indie, because I do have. Okay, best indie might be different. That's going to be a different discussion. And I honestly, I want to start with best indie, Mr. Hostman. I will let um, But I'm going I'm going to put my vote in straight, honestly, just because of how, the, I guess I, I how you guys straight, put this. Yeah. Because best debut, like how much, because how much did hype really it did, well, when but it, it did released. get a lot of hype for Stray, and I think that's just it's. I do think I do think Stray deserves this category, and I think it will win. All right, so Stray all around. Stray yeah. all around, okay. another category. Right. Moving on. Now, this is probably going to be a shorter category. This is this is one that yeah. I think I'm biased because I only watch probably one of these creators. I watch regularly. none of them. I watch a little bit. No, I'm going to throw a vote yeah, so I can do something. I need a little <clears> bit of <throat> motivation to put my vote down. <laughs> but this is a quick... Uh, we honestly shouldn't go into the too much. No, yeah, let's no, not go, we're not going to go into detail. I just think... The description of this category is for a streamer or content creator who has made an important and positive impact on the community in 2021. The nominees are Carl Jacobs, Ludwig, Nibelian, Nobru, and QT Cinderella. I know none of these people. I, but that's also I would vote Markiplier. Rock, but that's yes. Mark I would Blair. vote Markiplier. Markiplier. I'm voting Ludwig. No, I'm voting Ludwig as well, because simply because of that one stream he did where he was like, I'm going to delete my channel unless we hit this certain number. Or no, 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 it wasn't. Sorry, that wasn't what it was. Well, you haven't seen it, the Ludwig dance? No. Yeah, the Luddy hitting the, the Luddy, Luddy, my guy? I have like the biggest The one stream right I remember, now. that's not what the stream is about. It was, um... I'm going to uh, keep donating so I don't end the stream. And, and as long as you keep donating, I will not end the stream. Oh, yeah. It, like, adds a certain amount of time per dollar. Well, I don't think that was this year, was it? Yeah, it was. That was this year? That was this year. That's crazy because, that yeah, really that was year. enormous. The that sub was, on. And, Actually, no. And, and he was he live for, like, so, 30 didn't he days donate a lot of that money to, like, St. Jude or yeah. something? One of yeah. the big ticket charities? But it, 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 that yeah. was like a legendary stream because he went on for like we, like I think a week. No, he we went on for like I think it was like twenty six days. Twenty six days of streaming fully live. That's insanity. Actually, yeah. he showed his he slept on stream. He did all sorts of stuff like finish this. Uh, we all vote. I, we all yeah, vote. No, we all I don't vote. know. I do you want to give memorable just because we are kind of professional in the sense of this is our like kind of honestly company. Oh, yeah, it comes. I, I guess it is kind of, uh, but we do want to put in just memorable things to all of the other creators who are nominated, and that is just also in all the other games. If we don't know the games, doesn't mean they're bad. Um, Not at all. And we just want to give. They're obviously nominated for a reason. Um, but uh, ah, Carl Jacobs, QT Cinderella. I don't know the other two, but they definitely deserve memorable they've done a lot so. yeah they've yes. done a lot and they deserve to be respected As same with the other people i may not even have recognized their names they definitely deserve some recognition as well there's a reason they're nominated yes right. there's, a that's the whole thing. Nominated. there's a reason they're not they're there their names are there and their, their names are on about. the ballot for the next uh category another uh hot topic i would say mm, for yep. at least a couple games <laughs> yeah, here I agree. actually four and eh, three of them in my opinion are going to be very hot topics no, but like um four Keep going. Keep going. So, this category is Best Multiplayer for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre or platform. This is for the Best 
multiplayer game. The nominees for today are Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 by Infinity Ward and Activision, Multiverses by Player First Games and WB Games, Overwatch 2 by Blizzard, <laughs> Splatoon 3 by Nintendo, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge by Tribute Games. Now, we can start with Aiden, I believe. Uh, well, first of all, take off Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Fuck that. Yeah, I don't uh, think that's, that's, that's a no. That's an easy one. That's a no. So, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a no. Um, I agree with that. This is a very, very hard decision. I'm going to, in personal opinion, I'm going to take Call of Duty off there. Because they've done the same thing over and over again and over. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. not outstanding. It's mid. Mm -hmm. I've played a lot of a lot of different Call of Duty games. It has been pretty mid the whole way. Overwatch 2, is... Overwatch 1.5. I love Overwatch 2. I don't think it's the best. Uh, Splatoon 3. It's the same as the other Splatoons. Um, great story. Just, if like, you if you voted this on story, if you voted this uh, if this vote was about story and it was these things like campaign wise. Yep. Uh, it's Splatoon, Splatoon 3. I, I would I would put that very high well, up. Well, I don't know. Campaign, but maybe. Most innovative TV. multiplayer. Not innovative. I'm still stuck on this. Hold on. Because this one's Hold rough. On. It's not innovative. innovative. Outstanding. It's, it's outstanding. I, I know. Yeah, I know. And this one is rough. It is rough. I agree. Because the, the four that are like... Uh, the four that are the ones that we will discuss upon are... They've been done before. They're not quite so outstanding anymore. Well, actually, I, I think there's one that's multi. Pretty... That was I was gonna say multiverses is probably the closest. Closest to Clo new for outstanding. Closest to new. <clears throat> I don't know if it's the most outstanding. I'll actually jump in here really quick. For me, my vote goes towards Overwatch Two, um, specifically oh, because Kevin Connor. Really was quick, the I want to talk about multiverses. Really quick, I just want to pop in there before you. Okay, go go go, go 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 go. Um, I just want to say multiverses. Um. The voice actor who played Batman, uh, we've talked about this in Nerdy News, is Kevin Conroy, and he passed away yeah. uh, recently. So I'm just gonna put that out there again. That um, I gotta honestly, I gotta thank show you, you guys for his, the... thank you for your years of service, Kevin. Yeah, I mean, of course, yes, Conroy, yeah. I saw it's, a, it's awesome. This is a kind of break the conversation. I saw it and I showed it to him. Oh, bro. God! It made me like so sad. It was a comic, and it was Batman, and he's he's like not talking. And it's Jim, and Jim asks Batman, like, what happened? Like, why are you not talking? Like, blah, blah, blah. And he writes on a piece of paper, and he says, Jim, we'll talk later. Like, uh, I lost my voice, blah, 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 blah. He gives it back to the thing, and he goes off, and he says, I'm sorry for your loss. And Batman says, I am too. And in the bottom, it says, Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. And it's like he lost his voice, as in Kevin passed. And it was like, oh, God. Yeah, that, that, that yeah. would have killed me. That would have tore me apart. But, yeah, so multiverse. Going back into the conversation, Dave, what were you saying about Overwatch? I personally think multiverses has had a great showing this year. Fantastic. However, I feel for ov overall online experience, I think that actually, now that I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking multiverses has to win. Because I'm going Overwatch to change is, my opinion. It's Overwatch 1.2. Well, I don't I don't care about that. Fantastic game. However, it's it release. Matter. It doesn't matter. It's release That's is Yeah. It's release was shitty. It did not have the correct servers and all that stuff. It got doxxed multiple times. Not doxxed. It got no, DDoSed. It, it yeah, got DDoSed times. by Russia multiple by times. By multiple multiple times. And 
it still has had bugs with characters. I was going to vote Overwatch, and that's where I was leading with this, but the more I thought of it, Multiverses was clean from the beginning. It got hype from so many creators. It had a lot of hype. And And it was, for the most part, like, obviously, it had its day one bugs. It had some interesting, like, little tidbits, little texts that people were discovering. You couldn't, like, you complete one of the tutorials, like, the, like, the, um... One of the tutorials, the launch tutorial, where you try to correct yourself, you couldn't complete it. I personally found that one. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, no, there were there were its little fair share of bugs, but they fixed them like that. Mm-hmm. They yep. they were on top of it. They fixed them, and it literally never happened again. Oh, I agree. I, it was the most attentive. It was they were attentive okay. and they nailed it. For the record, uh, multiverse. <laughs> I am a Batman made in multiverse, so it hurts uh, to know that. Uh, yeah. Going back to the Kevin Conroy thing, ugh. I'm a Batman main on multiverses. Don't fault me for that. Shaggy is clearly superior. But, um, yeah, no, multiverses was clean off the get go. I'm not even so talking about. I'm not even talking about Modern Warfare 2. Because no, no, not even. It's not outstanding. It. It's been done 80,000 times. It's a remake. Uh, it's a remake there of There probably two. was changes, but realistically, no, we're, realistically. At a, we're at a point it's where Call of Duty. people are tired. The, people are um, tired of it. Like you said, like the campaign could be something that we can have a different discussion on, but really, Activision needs to put in four years. Yeah, four literally. years before If, a, we if have Activision were to game. clean itself up and put like four or five years into a Call of Duty game and get like the... They could... First of all, the campaigns of Call of Duty, especially the Call of Duties of the past, have been... Some of the most memorable campaigns yeah, people have ever right. played. Excellent campaigns. If they put that kind of effort into a Call of Duty game nowadays with the hardware and their like respective creative geniuses that they could be bringing in, they could probably write a game of the year. They but need they to, won't they because need, they want the cash grab of Call of Duty every single year. They need to take the time to do what they do with the Call of Duty normally. They need to take the time they normally use and double it so they could do the same double thing it, with, triple the, with the multiplayer and everything like that. Yeah. That's why so, we're not talking about Call of Duty because it's just it's been done so many times. So are been, you guys saying I'm going to say multiverses. Multiverses. Because I was going to vote Overwatch 2 because there's so many people who like Overwatch. Are you voting Overwatch? I'm going to vote Overwatch 2. No! I, I was going to say Overwatch 2. I was too, until I realized the bugs and everything. The, the bugs yeah. and the awful servers and, and the everything awful servers. Finishing up, multiverses. 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 Overwatch. Because you're weird. So <laughs> it be different. Like, what if I get that point? Dude, oh, I could have been different. Guess what? I could have been different and said something else. It's going to be January, and it's going to be Call of Duty across the board, and uh, uh, we're all going to hate yeah. ourselves. Yeah, I hate people. We're going to go on to hating the world. But what whatever. Should put God down. Next category, <laughs> as spoiled by David yet again. I'm sorry. <laughs> best sports racing game released for the best traditional and non-traditional sports and racing game. Our nominees for this year are. F1 22, so Formula 1 22 by EA Sports and Codemasters. FIFA mm. 23, that one particularly uh, horrendous, by EA Vancouver and EA Sports. Nope. NBA 2K23 by Visual Concepts and 2K Sports. Gran Turismo 7 by Polyphony Digital and Sony Interactive Entertainment. And Oli Oli World by Roll7. Uh, what? Ollie Ollie. It's a skateboarding game. Ollie Ollie World. Oh, Ollie. Okay. But those are the nominees. Um, I'm going to let David 
take this one. Okay. Because he seemed to want to talk about it. Sorry about that. No, he didn't. I feel like the only one that I was really familiar with for being like an outstanding game that really was released and innovative was Ollie Ollie World. That was going to be, that's going to be mine. I think it was interesting. I've seen a lot about it, like on Steam and stuff like that while scrolling through. But I haven't seen really much about anything else. As much so, as I, as much as I, I like giving a vote to other things, I would, my, I would vote Oli Oli or Oli Oli World over any of these other ones. As much as I would like to do that, I there's too many people who enjoy sports games. Yeah, that's a disgusting amount of people who enjoy FIFA also, too I much. Do, I want to have a conversation with you guys outside that probably outside because I'm not a hundred percent sure on all of the like facts behind it or like i know i know of it but i can't tell you details specifically there is a thing of fifa in europe right now that a whole thing where like there's money being pumped in from outside sources like illegal sources being pumped into oh, the yeah. game to I'm sure. flush out certain things so that fifa keeps going i'm sure that the world cup is more expensive and stuff like that and that's why i don't even think fifa should be on this list like it's sure it's a great game and honestly i think i'm pretty sure they actually kind of Moved a little bit away from that, but there's like an entire thing that I'm so there's an entire about. conspiracy where it's like they're pumping illegal money. I don't know that it's a conspiracy. Yeah, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure real. it's not. It, like it's a legitimate thing. That's thing happening. that's happening. Yeah. I will say I'm gonna put my vote because I don't. I, I Everyone's don't have gonna much vote to talk FIFA. About it. I'm doing Gran Turismo for my, really. I want to do Gran yeah. Turismo because it's a racing game and I enjoy racing games over anything else. This um, was the game that I think had F1. like it like showed videos and it was like not our it was in-game footage was in the bottom right and it literally looked like they were recording with a camera like outside and it was like you're, you're that's there's no way that's real game footage and it was like that, yes. i mean i actually quick side note on that uh, cool graphic graphical thing have you guys seen the uh footage of the indie horror game coming out that looks like body cam footage no yeah i have yeah i'm gonna show it to you after stream that Please was just do. a quick side note it is inc- it is an incredible game that the developer has somehow made the graphics and the filters look like it's uh grainy blair witch project s yeah like uh body cam footage so but that's a little quick side point my vote probably going to be gran turismo but i should i really should vote fifa for that magic pack um, no, but FIFA, we can't vote FIFA. I can't. I can't. I cannot. We cannot. In, I don't think in good conscience we can. I don't the think Magic Pack is fucking worth it. I don't think. E, I don't think no. the Game Awards should have it there. It I mean, really just because of that stuff going on. Okay. So uh, he does not vote FIFA. I was going to say. I, I'm, gonna ab- I'm actually going to abstain. I don't know. Abstain this category. Okay. You don't want to put your vote Shh, in at all. Just don't, I don't know. Hey, 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 okay. Okay. Magic all right. Magic Fine. Then I'll vote Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. What the hell are you doing? I'm gonna say NBA. I'm gonna say NBA too. Yeah. A, a safe, a safe bet. A safe bet. I'm gonna right. say NBA. That okay. is a safe bet. Uh, I did Gran Turismo. And bruh, that's not my that's not my vote. Even sorry, sorry, sorry. David, sorry, what's sorry. your vote? I'm gonna keep it real. I've seen a lot about Ollie Ollie, but you guys dissuaded me. I I'm gonna vote Gran Turismo. Cool. Nah, I'm gonna get NBA 2K. I'm gonna get that point. I'm gonna Magic Packs. <laughs> Moving on, next category, something we can actually somewhat talk about. I actually have a really interesting thing. About I, I have an honorable to. mention for this that I wish was on this list, but you uh, introduced the topic. The next category is best simulation strategy game. Mm-hmm. Best game focused on real-time or turn-based simulation or strategy gameplay irrespective of platform. Nominees for this list are Dune Spice Wars by Shiro Games and Funcom, 
Mario <coughs> and Rabbids Sparks okay. of Hope by Ubisoft Milan and Ubisoft. I mean, just Ubisoft. Um, next one, Total War Warhammer 3 by Creative Assembly and Sega. Two Point Campus by Two Point Studios and Sega. And Victoria 3 by Paradox Interactive and Para I mean Paradox Interactive. Ethan! Alright. Go ahead! Uh, so I actually I have my vote for this. Um, actually, do I have my yeah, I do have my vote. I'm gonna put this somewhere. First, I wanna throw this, I just I wanna um uh, put an intro of what I wish was on this list. Uh, Aiden, you're gonna know this game, Escape Academy. Oh, best simulation strategy, it, yeah. dude. Yeah, I wish that that's was nominated. The, see, that's not that. I don't agree that that's a simulation. But it's a strategy. It's and not it's like, real. It's a puzzle game. That's what it is. It's categorized as a puzzle game. I, I guess, agree with you. I agree with you that it is an amazing game. And it was a very fun game, and we so played the whole good. thing together. So for those for those listening, me and Ethan over the summer played that entire game together. And it was incredible. It was very fun. I guess it wasn't. Yeah, no, it, it it's wasn't it's more of a puzzle no, game. You're right. You're right. If we're talking about games we want on the damn list, I want Company of Heroes on there because that's an old vote. fucking. Game. I know that's an old game. That came out like what? That, when did Company of Heroes come out, <laughs> bro? This oh, is the boy. this is talked about more than fucking Disco Elysium, my guy. Like, <laughs> I don't know about that one. Come on. Uh, that can't. Company of Heroes came out September twelfth, two thousand six. See, that's when I was in. I'm gonna also, stand on my grave. Dude, with Escape this Academy's one. having a DLC that's coming out soon. No show. Two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're not buying. So, that. but anyway, I'm moving on. Getting back. Moving on. Getting back to the conversation. Ethan. Um. But yeah. So I'm gonna throw my throw my vote in an easy one. I don't honestly know most of these. Um. Other than Two Point, Total War, um, and Mario. I, I don't know much about Dune and I don't know much about Victoria, but I'm gonna throw mine right into Mario and Rabbids because yeah, no, it did get it, a lot of hype and apparently and also it, it is 100% turn-based strategy in the aspect of literally you have yours and then you're fighting whatever you're fighting and you're using okay, I'm gonna use this rabbit, then I'm gonna use Mario, then I'm gonna use Luigi. It's not like the regular kind of Mario-esque of, like, jumping on Goobas thing. Yeah, interesting. Oh, well, that's why it's in the category it's in the first place. And right. they revealed some major Mario lore in it. I hate I'm disgusted. I hate Rabbids so much. Do, so, okay. But I'm going to vote Rabbids. We need to pull up the clip of David saying that they look like cow udders. I hate Rabbids. <laughs> uh, but oh. I'm also going to vote Rabbids because yeah. I think it's innovative and different. And I think, it it's, I think it's cool. Yeah. I, I think the way they did it, the way they went about it was good. Um, Two-point two campus, I have not seen much about. Total Warhammer, that's too niche. I keep seeing, what? It's a Total War game. It's a Total War game. That's total true. War, a lot of people love Warhammer. Total War. Warhammer is really niche, and it also has a lot of bad people. So <laughs> I wouldn't say it's too niche. I don't know. It's I got into Vermintide too recently. Uh, a couple like like this Warham summer. Warhammer is a pretty. It's a very popular, but also pretty niche game. But yeah, I got into Vermintide too, uh, which is a hack and slash um, beat 'em up almost with really? friends that you do. Uh, it's fun. It's really fun with a friend. It's just goofy and fun. But uh, I'm gonna say Mario and Rabbids. I'm also gonna say Mario and Rabbids because it's the easy answer. David, did you have a thing to talk about with Mario and Rabbids specifically? Rabbids in the general. You didn't. So, <laughs> no, no, no. Specifically, Rabbids. I'm not voting for Mario and Rabbids. Yeah, is it a matter of principle? <laughs> <laughs> not just a matter of principle. Spice Wars 
blew up the fucking system. Really? It really did. It did it? <laughs> I don't know if you guys... I mean, I'm interested in this type of gameplay, too, um, because I actually got the board game of this for uh, Christmas last Doom. year. Yeah. I got Doom. And then it was released as an actual game on the computer, and it just fantastic. I think it's rated something like 9.6 out of 10 on most sites. Like, really? It's that good? It's rated extremely high as one of, it's rated as one of the best sim games. Um, I'm going to change to Dune because I want to be different. I don't like rabbits and I need an no, excuse really to vote like for rabbits. something else. I need an excuse. Yes. And you said for it. me, Dune, honestly, great world. Great oh, fucking you're right, world. Though. You're right, though. No, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I've written it down. No, 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 no. Are you getting back to if Mario? I have to delete this and rewrite it again, I'm going to kill you. <sighs> As a matter of principle, I don't want to vote I really rabbits. don't. I'm voting Stone, voting Dune. I don't want rabbits. And if I'm going rabbits. I'm going rabbits. I trust David. We're going to do two and two, and I'm going to go rabbits. Moving on, I think we can. I think, I think we can get away from the strategy. This, 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 I feel like is going to be a very common. This discussion. one will be a. This will be. This one will be a good one. This will be a good one. I have an obvious winner on this. Actually. The next category in the game of the year awards is best family game, for the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. Our nominees are Kirby and the Forgotten Land by Nintendo and Hot Laboratories. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga by Traveler's Tales, a classic, and WD, WB Games. Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope by Ubisoft. Nintendo Switch Sports by Nintendo. And Splatoon 3 by Nintendo. I'm going to go ahead and start this off by saying Nintendo Switch Sports got a lot of hatred for some of the things they did in there. Yep. It also tells yep. you one thing about this category that out of the five, three are Nintendo games. Yeah. And also, uh, just to lay out of, also, out of the five, three can be or two or three can be thrown out pretty mm. splatoon three not a family game it's a single player game no, no, no. but that doesn't that's not necessarily that's not necessarily family friendly appropriate for family play irrespective of i i take that as like a like a freaking it, family it's, game it's worded weird but the they do word is, a few of these that's, weird. That i still honest, think i still think splatoon well. three yeah. I still think Splatoon 3, no. Mario and Rabbids, I don't want to give that game any points, period. I'm going to say Lego Star Wars. I was going to say Lego Star Wars as well. I'm voting Lego Star Wars. As much as, I, these as much as I don't like the Skywalker saga specifically, i.e. the newest movies, because I have issues with that. I agree. Um, I think... It was fun appropriate for, appropriate for family play. It's a Lego game. It's Where a can Lego you go it's wrong? It's a Lego game. Like the Lego great game. for gameplay. Nintendo great Switch Sports... Did not capture what it was supposed to. Yeah, and no, I agree. Uh, Mario, Rabbids, Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Bleh. We're not Why talking about it on this list. We're not talking right. about um, it. And so, Splatoon 3, I don't agree that this, it's the best family game. Kirby and the Forgotten Land, that has some a potential. Good yeah. I it was, it I'm was actually putting my vote into game. Kirby. Okay. Decent game. I feel like a better alternative is Odyssey. That's, yeah. Ooh, uh, if Odyssey were on this list, it would be much better. It would be, but see, the thing is, our audience is going to choose the niche Kirby game genre, which I've never really gotten into. I, I, I put it in the same category as Pikmin. As much as like, I love, really, as I'm, much I'm, as I, I love, fucking Kirby. love Kirby, I, as much as I love Kirby, I've never gotten into a Kirby I've, game. Same with me. I haven't gotten into a Kirby game, but the amount of stuff I heard about this game and just the aspect of people were literally saying that it could be on Game of the Year, and so I was like. The fact that this is its only cat, just to kind of spoiler a little bit, but 
This is its only category. It's not in anything else on this. On I'm this honestly. Category. What about Lego? I was Lego very excited when I heard about this uh, game. I'm not actually sure. I think it might be. I don't think it is. I don't Lego think Star is Wars is in another sure. category, I believe. Just is one. It? Just one. But oh, that's okay. also the that's also the thing of like Lego Star Wars did a lot, and it also has the two player thing. But Kirby was like, Kirby was talked about so much. I honestly, in my I, personal I, opinion. I heard about this game and I was so hyped for it. I nearly pre-ordered it, and I'm glad I didn't because it didn't live up to what I was expecting. What Kirby? Yes, huh. because mm-hmm. I was expecting, like you know, every other fucking uh, god, every other game that comes out open world like Pokemon Legends Arceus is like it's gonna be the new Breath of the Wild <clears> for <throat> this. Uh, it's like Pokemon Breath of the Wild or oh, wait. Mario Breath of the Wild. I didn't realize Kirby. Kirby was Breath of the Wild. Wild. I'm gonna change Kirby. I want Kirby. Kirby, I was disappointed with Kirby because I played the demo, and I, I, so I I played the demo, and I was disappointed in how the camera worked. I was expecting to be able to turn. True. I was expecting to be able to turn. You cannot turn. You have to run back through the, if you are going, like, straight on, you have to run back through the level blind. I'm not going to try to correct Strange. You have to run back through the, like, if there's an enemy that uh, is off the screen on the bottom, you cannot turn to go look at it. That's awesome. That's awesome. You uh, you have to run back, like, if you say you missed something, you're like, ah, crap, I missed something. You have to run back through the level blind. Completely. And you, there is no way to turn. The only thing the right stick does is be able to pan your camera left and right slightly, mm. and it doesn't. It does not help. Okay. I didn't like. I didn't like it. Votes. Kirby. 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 Lego. I'm Lego. That was Lego. All right. Next category. Uh, oh God. This is a hard one. This is a really. There's hard a lot one. of good ones in here. So I think I'm actually going to be an outlier on this one. Really. But go ahead and introduce it first. The best fighting game. For the best game designed primarily around head-to-head combat. Head-to-head combat. I want to stress that. DNF Duel by Arc System Works and Nexon and Nepal and Iding. I don't know any of these developers. I'll be real. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R, which I was actually quite excited for. I'm sad I didn't get it. By Bandai Namco. You got 50 bucks. I'll pay for it. I'll buy it on the Xbox. I should not be spending money. The King of Fighters 15. By Sync, SNK, Multiverses by Player First Games, and Sifu by Slowclap. Thoughts? I believe it is Aiden's turn. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, the obvious answer is Multiverses. That was a big fighting game, big head-on-head fighting game. <laughs> We've already voted it best in one other category. It was a great game. JoJo's Battlestar R. It, it, for people it, who love fighting games, multiverses, is, I don't think, makes the cut. It, it JoJo, well, also, for those who have ever seen JoJo, oh, um, uh, All-Star Battle R encompasses what a stand battle is all about. Because to very, very quickly explain what, sta- what stand battles are like... It's I I swear to God I swear explain to God. it wait, wait, wait before you do that before you do that before you do that explain what a stand is so, from JoJo from JoJo a stand is basically the personification of your fighting spirit is how it's explained in the show and how stand battles work is each stand has their own little ability that's very very niche um, so stand battles all come down to out basically outsmarting your opponent with what you have yeah. that's the whole point is that. Yeah, you have the character that can, like, I don't know... Stop time. Yeah, I wasn't going to spoil it, but okay. 
Um, Ratio. I, the character who can stop time, but, like, getting around that in his, like, cooldown phase, where it's just, like, you've stopped time, but then you move faster than, like, uh, like, he gets caught, like, the character gets cocky, so you move faster to undo what he does and stop time and go for the counterattack. It's all more about mind games and strategy than it is about genuinely being stronger than the other opponent. Yeah. And Battlestar R encompasses that perfectly. From what I've seen in gameplay, it, it, it allows you to not only do your <coughs> traditional fighting game combos of, like, all your different little texts in your 2D, per, like, fighting game yeah. style, but also encompasses that strategy and stand battle-esque, like, stuff from the JoJo universe. Yeah. So, you're going to say JoJo's? I feel like JoJo's, it deserves this. David, what do you think? Okay. I'm voting multiverses. And I'm going to keep it real with you guys. It's because JoJo's is very niche. Oh, that's I've fair. never touched a JoJo's game. I've never touched a One there, Piece game. There's only two games. I've never JoJo's. touched a One Piece game either. Insane, insane hype for his fans, too. Never touched it before. And it looks like a good game. Multiverses is a game that I can see being played by a lot, by a lot of people. Encompassing a lot of more <coughs> popular genres and everything like that, and especially like it's Cartoon Network like type yeah. thing. So it's encompassing it's a lot of that. Brothers. And I mean, hey, it's may not be a better fighting game. Yeah, that, maybe it maybe is the more popular fighting game. Maybe maybe One Piece. Uh, sorry, not One Piece. Uh, maybe <laughs> JoJo's is a better fighting game. It, it's I not mean, the more popular. I, I can't say I can't say whether it is or not. However, I can say that multiverses is more popular, yeah. and I think it's going to win. I have to agree with you, very sadly. So you're going to say multiverses? Yeah, I'm going to have to. The reason I'm not saying multiverses is because the category is for the best game designed primarily around head-to-head combat. Yeah, I think I think that's your personal opinion, though. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. People that. are stupid. Remember. It's got to be multiverses. What do you think? Ethan. I'm currently remembering Sifu real quick. <laughs> I don't think... watching I, Sifu. I don't want to vote my kid. Oh my god! It's this game! Mm-hmm. I'm putting my vote in Sifu. Sorry. No, 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 no. Save... Okay, actually, you can, you can do what you want, but, like, I'm not going to say Sifu for head-to-head combat is going to win. However, Sifu... It's a fantastic fighting game. Spoiler. Kakuin is dead. So, I honestly, in my personal opinion, I would... Sorry, chat. If I was my personal opinion, mm, I'd probably... Oh, crap. If it was my personal opinion, I would say something like JoJo's. Dude, I'm playing for that magic pack To be perfectly honest, I'm in this category. I'm not playing for for the magic pack because I just want to see Sifu win. I want to see Sifu get... Sifu needs get to win another fight. category. Yeah. It, there's another category and needs to win. Oh, boy. <laughs> Homie, we're about to... We about to duel. <laughs> if, if you think it's that... Did you finish? Did you finish your duel? What's your vote? Did, did not finish. Okay. What's your, um, what's your, what's your, what's your... Gosh, this one sucks. This one sucks. King of Fighters is a niche one, too. DNF is... Uh, I'm going to say... 
You gotta say it. Multiverses. Yeah. I don't want to say multiverses. I want to say Sifu because I really enjoy it. Sifu was very out. innovative. Sifu was new. It was fresh. It was entertaining. More people are gonna go play multiverses. I love Sifu so play. much. Two, it's more popular and has more characters. And but that's the thing, though. That's the thing, though. Ugh. Are the people who are playing multiverses the same people voting? I think yes. they are. Because I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure because you can have people. The kids who play Fortnite are also not going to vote. And the kids who play Fortnite are going to play. There's going to be more people who play. Um, like those kids playing multiverses. You see them playing multiverses. You see a frat boy playing <coughs> multiverses. You don't see the people who are actually voting playing multiverses. You know, I'm actually going to disagree with you here um, because multiverses was on Twitch audiences and things like that. And Twitch audiences, I feel like, are more likely. Oh, no. Twitch audiences are definitely likely to vote. Okay. Uh, final answer, multiverses. Right. Three multiverses, one seafood. Let's try to kick out the next couple. Yeah. No, I feel... Actually, no, we might all agree on this one. Yeah. Okay. Next category is best role-playing game. For the best game designed with rich player character customization and progression, including, including massively multiplayer experiences. Now, for our nominees, we have Xenoblade Chronicles 3. By Nintendo and Monolith Softworks. Triangle Strategy by Square Enix. Pokemon Legends Arceus by Nintendo. Mm. Live a Live. Live Alive. I'm not sure how you say it. By I said neither of the right ones. By Square <laughs> Enix. And finally, the 100% definite winner, in my opinion, Elden Ring by From Software and Bandai Namco. Oh. I'm putting my bone in. Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Let me let me let me let me do the quick thing. This guy. Okay. If Pokemon. He to, if he, no. 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 no I'm not voting for Pokemon. You're no, not. I'm not voting. Can't even put. I'm not even voting. Arceus doesn't even deserve to be nominated. Okay. I'm not voting for Arceus. I'm voting for Elden Ring. That is obvious. Elden Ring is the winner. I'm not. What are you gonna say? What are you gonna say? I've never played Live Alive. I've never played Strategy. Arceus does not have the customization that is required for this genre. It has clo sort of clothes and hats. That's why I that's it. Xenoblade Chronicles Three, great game, not the best rolling playing game. Homie, you can be Sonic in Elden Ring. Your you point. Yeah. You can, dude. <laughs> Elden Ring. Let me solo. Elden Ring and the and the <clears throat> Elden, Elden Ring and the FromSoft genre has actually Elden Ring specifically has a huge like one of the most intricate character customization. I have ever seen. I think the difficult thing here is, I'm going to spoil this just a little bit, sticking a game in which is in category for game of the year in a different category where nothing else is there is very difficult for any other game to win. I agree. Yeah. Sort of. And I do I do agree with you, but like, yeah, no, it, it is kind of... See, I, it's, I, it's, I think it's difficult to win until you, until you see best art direction. <sighs> Yeah, yep. Okay, We're all let's, voting Elden let's Ring. Move to the next simple, one. Let's simple, move to the next it's Elden Ring. It's gotta be Elden Ring. Next game, or next category, I should say. This is also best kind of an obvious one. Action adventure game for the best action adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Our nominees for this one are A Plague Tale Requiem by Focus Entertainment, God of War Ragnarok by Santa Monica Studios and Sony Interactive. Horizon Forbidden West by Guerrilla Games and Sony Interactive, Stray by Blue 12 Studios, and Tunic. 
I'm going to go ahead and say that it is Ethan's turn to speak first. No, you can't do this to me because i got to wait until Indy to talk, talk about Tunic. No, go Every ahead. Every single time Tunic gets brought up, i got to hold back because I, I literally... So, uh, also in advance, this is going to be a really cool episode for just clips and stuff. It is going to be a long one, so a lot of people may not get through. But I really urge, if you guys have listened this far, Christ, if, if you are a listener on YouTube right now and you've gotten this far... Please, I thank you so much, and also please keep listening. I know and it's watching. it's been an hour and twenty three minutes, long, pretty much an we, hour and twenty minutes. We have stuff up. I did uh, we did work just behind the scenes of just recording gameplay for a lot of these games, and it was really fun just setting up for this episode. Yeah, I did work for Tunic. Bro. I did work this for is... Plague Tale. I did work for. We have stuff for Elden Ring and all kinds of stuff. The the stuff that was going to happen later for Tunic is just going to blow me away. I honestly think best action adventure. It's so hard, and God of War is there. It's oh god for action stuff. Combining combat for literally the two chapters I've played for a Plague Tale. I think Plague Tale just like it honestly is gonna get other places and stuff, but it just it worked so well. It really worked so well, and honestly. I want to talk about Tunic when it comes to combat because I I heard something from him earlier that I will be critiquing later and I'm it's gonna I'm gonna show you guys. But <laughs> he got pissed at my Hades con. <laughs> my Hades yeah, con. Um, but realistically, just to finish my I'm I'm going to Plague Tale and it's gonna be a definite like holy crap from a God of War Horizon Forbidden West. I do want to key on Horizon. This kind of sucks for them this year yeah. because they put a crap ton of work into it and then they got Elden Ring and God of War and it was yeah, literally no, just like Horizon a one-two punch in their... I haven't seen much about Horizon Forbidden West and I haven't seen much about Horizon like Zero Dawn either. Um, Neither my, bro- my My younger brother uh, has played Horizon and I just kind of glanced over while sitting in the living room and whatever. But it looks like a great game. has... It's well groomed. It's a well groomed game. It has great developers and it has a great story and gameplay and all that. Uh, putting it up against God of War and Elden Ring and A Plague Tale, from what I've heard, is just not fair. It's so, not. It's not fair because A Plague Tale. I watched like, you sure, play it's some a good of it. Game, but it's not the. I watched it, it, you play some of A Plague Tale. Insane, insanely beautiful. Even though it's like disgusting it's nasty at times the fact that it makes me feel like that mm-hmm. is why it's so like fantastic oh, also fantastic i didn't even know this because i wasn't into a, the plague tale like lore like besides it's a sequel to yeah. what to, to plague, tale. Uh, a plague tale innocence is what the first game's called yep but in that's also another aspect of just like in that's going to be in our game of year con- conversation if you can have a game that has a first thing and you can still set up so much and I can learn so much about these characters in the second one, and maybe it's repetition, but like I felt like I know knew a lot. And then I went back and I researched it and I was like, holy crap, there's another game to this? Like yeah. what the yeah. hell? That sounds like the the near the near discussion oh, yeah, the near 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 and going back and you're like, wait. There's this is a sequel? Game? Wait, you could find this one very rare, very random secret uh, secret at the very end of this game that tells you that it's another sequel of this game? Mm-hmm. It, huh? It's so, like the near discussion. What is the winner in this category? Leighton and Ethan. God. I no, not a, Ethan. Oh, sorry. Uh, you already know my votes, but... Leighton and Aiden, yeah. I'm going to go with a God of War. I have to go with God of War well. Just, and... yeah, just seeing the like action, the combat... Don't you dare. I'm sorry. The combat is incredible. 
The traversal is incredible. Being able to use the Blades of Chaos to fucking grapple so across like areas. The traversal, great. Puzzles, they're puzzles. They're innovative. They're cool. They're interesting. They make they make you think a little bit, and and it, the character interactions that come from Kratos and Atreus like solving these puzzles yeah. are great. God, God of War, War God of War has too much of a grip on so many more people than Plague Tale does, and as good as Plague Tale is, and as good as the other games are. God of War, I think like putting if, it at a if, contender, if, putting a game of the year contender sitting right there among the other categories. In terms of traversal, in terms of traversal period, straight. So so okay. So let's God not of get off topic yeah. here, but like uh I personally believe that God of War deserves to win. Mm. Um I, I think they deserve to too. Yeah. Plague Tale, in my opinion, uh fantastic Ooh. game. Puzzle solving was an incredible. But um I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's got to be God of War. So, to finalize, God of War, God of War, God of War. A Plague Tale. Tale You're not winning those packs, bro. Next category. I, we've gone over that last one, and it was it's pretty hard. No. This one's going to be hard, too. Best action game. Period. Not action-adventure. Action. For the best game in the action genre, focused primarily on combat. Our nominees for this year are... Bayonetta 3, Call of Duty, or excuse me, Bayonetta 3 by Nintendo and Platinum Games, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 by Infinity Ward and Activision, Neon White by Angel Matrix and Anapuma Interactive, I don't think I said those last time, Sifu by Slow Clap, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's, Re- Shredder's Revenge by Tribute Games and the 10, no, I just want to go out that and... Does not say Poon- that does not say Puma, that says Perna. Annapurna. Sorry, is, I'm blind. I'm is, literally blind. No, I am too. I, 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 this category, start your conversation from David, please. Top. Okay, so I want to go through this quick, and I think we just need to start banging some of these out, but I'm going to vote Sifu here. I haven't I, seen that's anything about Sifu. I didn't know it. Ex- I'm I didn't, so surprised. I didn't know it existed until today. It is a beautiful You're kidding. Combat. I seriously did not know Sifu was. Dude, even, I may have. That's like a friggin'. Oh I, my god! Dude, I, I saw Sifu seen, when it came like. I okay. I may have previews, seen like a, on like TikTok or something. I scrolled past a video playing Sifu. I have not seen it. I'm 100 percent putting my vote in Sifu. Actually, mm. actually. <laughs> so what? It just happened. That's fine. That's Nothing. Fine. Don't worry about it. So Sifu okay. for you, Sifu for you, right? Mm. Okay, so Bayonetta I'm three was going to be is the only other contender in that category, and I Bayonetta three was yeah. not well received. No, Sifu for a lot of reasons is incredible in so many facets, so many ways in fighting games. Sifu's just got to be the See, I think I'll I vote Sifu because Sifu. I trust these guys' opinions. What I think is probably going to win is Call of Duty because all of the Call of Duty. Then vote Call of Duty. I don't want to. You, you want those. I disagree that. Uh, no, COD, but you need those. I don't think COD players care as much about the game. I agree. Of the, game of the I agree. You know, that's fair. No, I, I, I'm I'll, going to vote Sifu because I, I trust these guys. I also think COD players are tired of it. I'm tired of the BS that uh, I'm tired of, of Call of Duty. I'm tired of it too. I love Call of Duty. I love the originals. I've played so much like World at War. I played so much Modern Warfare Two was my first introduction. So fun. Actually, I think my first introduction was Call of Duty Three, if I'm being honest. Um, but like, ugh, Call of Duty. It's so it's because they're pumping out the yearly, and it's terrible. It's just a bad. We could have an entire podcast debating the Call of Duty formula. Yeah. Okay. Any moving on. Sifu. 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 Uh, Sifu. And finally, Sifu. 
Another all-around vote for Sifu. Moving on, next category is best virtual best virtual reality, augmented reality. And this is for the best game experience playable in virtual or augmented reality, irrespective of platform. Our nominees are After the Fall by Vertigo Games. I don't want to say this one. I don't either. I didn't know that was on there. I didn't see that. I voted before I read that. Among Us oh, VR bum, 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 by Shell Games. And Why slot. is this on here? Bone Lab. Bone Lab by Stress Level Zero. Moss, Book Three by Polyarch. And Red Matter 2 by Vertical Reboot. And Wait, the final that? nominee is um, Sword Art Online. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with it came, came out November 11th. Or, yeah, November 11th. No, no, I'm just kidding. I wish. So, um, for me, Damn. personally, uh, After the Fall, Among Us, Bone Lab, Moss, Red Matter. I know nothing, honestly, little to nothing about Moss Book 2 and Red Matter 2. Among Us VR, I'm not sense. voting. I'm not... Oh... It's beautiful. This looks like a really cool game, but I'm not. Did uh, I'm not voting it. Alex come out last year? Yeah. Yeah. It damn, did. it's been that long. It's been a while, man. How, how, how the hell did that? How the hell did Half Life Alex lose to It Takes Two? Wait, is Bone Lab what I think it is? I'm just gonna. Yes, Bone Lab is what you think it is. It's the one that everyone likes to mod. Bone Labs is gonna win. Yes, 110. percent Bone Labs. I'm saying Bone the, Lab. The the okay, the campaign, the original story, incredible. Everyone had a lot of fun playing it. And then you, if you finish the campaign, it's there are so many mods. It's like a Gary's mod. It, it of is. VR. It is literally the. It, no, it is. It is Gary's mod oh, of VR. Oh yeah. And it, it is the that, Gary's <coughs> mod of VR, and it is incredible. So, at I just job. want to say really quick, I'm voting for Bone Labs too, but I will say one thing that needs to be acknowledged here: Red Matter Two. If you have not looked up the game, it is incredible. Never is heard it? Of it. It legitimately <laughs> looks insanely good. Like it's something I think I would play, but Bone Lab has to has to win. Yeah, no, Bone Labs. Uh, the the infinite capabilities that you can do with Bone Labs VR is just nuts. I, I, it, it, having a Gary's Mod game that recently came out in VR, yeah, you're uh, that's gonna win that category because oh yeah, Bone Labs is just so and it's index prolific. it's index optimized, so you can have the individual fingers. To be huh. perfectly honest, oh god, Red oh, Matter I think I am not even joking. I think Among Us might possibly no, don't even and no, no, listen, listen, to listen. Me. There's so much media output right now. I don't know if you guys have seen the videos. It's so much. It's like it's so scaring much. little kids in Among Us VR. And it's literally, it's kids playing Among Us. And it's actually, it's honestly a really well adapted Among Us. Like, it looks good. I will and say. it's kids going, uh, I have to, it's. Go ahead. <laughs> I like nearly like died the other night. I'm, I was sick. And I'm watching. And it's this like, he's like scaring this little kid in VR. And the VR, uh, it's these two, two things that. He's standing over and he goes, "Is that your friend? Is that is that your friend?" And the little kid goes, "Yeah, that's my little, that's my friend. Do you know how to fr- like? Do you know how to like make friends or like send a friend request?" He goes, "Yeah, no, no, no." And he kills his friend, and the kid just goes, <sighs> and like starts screaming and crying, and then he goes, and he starts like making monster noises and chasing the kid, and he, oh. the kid starts like legitimately like breaking <laughs> down. Send and me those, the video, bro. Those send me videos it. have been everywhere like it's literally like constant from so many different people 
that I have enough to put it there, but Bone Lab also is the exact same thing. I've seen so many videos, so it's hard to go. I mean, have I will seen say those, uh, the, the, the time, slowed time, like someone flipping their gun and passing it back yes, and forth and then I doing a 360? I will say, Among Us, as hard as it is to, for me to talk about, because Among Us is memed to shit, excuse my French, <clears throat> Among Us is a good game. I'm gonna just say it. Among Us is a good it game. It was a what? very good game. I think, um, yeah, I think it the was VR very, adaptations it back, back when it first came out and we were playing it on like. Among phones. Us was nominated for Game of the Year. I'm not surprised. It was a very fun. It was fun. Okay, it was fun. Very fun. I had a lot of fun playing fun. with my friends. It was it was like the Mario Party of mobile games for me. Yeah, no, Among Us. I, I think Among Us was a good game, but right. I think Bone Labs is gonna win this one, and um. I'm going to go ahead and stop us there for this category. Next category is innovation in accessibility. And there's, that's the second time. I fucking that is the go, second just time. Go, just go. Innovation in accessibility. Um, this category goes for recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed to an even wider audience. Um, there's a little confusion about this category, but we'll get into that one after I say the nominees, which are As Dusk Falls by Xbox Game Studios and Interior Night, God of War Ragnarok by Santa Monica Studios and Sony, Return to Monkey Island by Terrible Toy Box and Devolver Digital, The Last of Us Part 1 by Naughty Dog and Sony Interactive Entertainment, and The Quarry by Supermassive Games and 2K. Um, I believe David is next, yes. Okay. Because so, you wanted to talk about the confusion in this category. So there's some confusion in this category. As he read out, it's so vague mm -hmm. for what we think that they're talking about. And as I interpreted it, I thought it was all about discussing um, people with disabilities playing these games, which I think it primarily is about. Mm -hmm. However, I feel like there is some other overlap there, which is like... You know, reaching into a wider audience or something like that. Making video um, games more mainstream. Making video right. games more mainstream. More user-friendly, more is, mainstream. There yeah. is something to say for that. However, I do primarily believe it's about accessibility with people with disabilities. <laughs> um, and with that, uh, I believe that there was a lot of confusion between Ethan and me. Yep. We got into a bit of a spat before the podcast <laughs> about this because... Because God of War? Because, oh Lord, no, it wasn't about God of War really? at all. Really? <coughs> I would have said God of War. It was the, just about the topic matter. Mm. Because, yeah. I honestly, if it were if it were more so about like being accessible for a wider audience, I would have totally changed my answer than what I believe it's more talking it about, which is I think the wording should have just been either disability, disability and wider audience or family, disability, and wider audience. Like yeah. those, literally, family and disability would have fixed this entire category I, so better. It would have made it more complicated, honestly, to go through all the games, but it would have helped so much in just understanding. The that. reason I disagree with you in saying that it's disability, and I'm not, I'm not faulting you, and I think you should vote the way you think it is, and which I'm going to do the same. I think it's saying trying to push video games more mainstream because it says here, uh, recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Because it says pushing the medium forward. I think it's talking about pushing video games as a whole forward, and that's why that's how I'm going to vote for this. But I think um, once we go through the games, you might change your mind. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I actually agree. But that because we with our arguments, I pulled up a few articles, and those articles all discussed the disability features. In this. Uh, okay, right. um, that, that's true. Because it also says adding features and, and technology, technology right. to help. Games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. I think I think I agree with that. So I don't know. I don't know how I want to vote for this one, but um, I think I'll have two votes and then narrow it down right. to which one I want specifically. So specifically for these, uh, and we'll get into Aiden as well, just to touch on this vote. We were kind of taking this category. As thus falls in the quarry are two, um, uh, what's it called, story mode games, and they are based on the reason. The kind of the changes that they made were. Shortening quick time events, quick time events were made easier, and or you, you can just lengthening quick time events, lengthening quick time events, or you could just get rid of them. You succeed on every single one. Uh, the quarry had a really cool thing where if you don't like horror or you don't like being in the moment kind of thing, it was um, you could just select all your options, sit back and relax, and like watch the, a movie, yeah, basically much. watch a movie. And there also <laughs> was the disability aspect of like. You could lengthen quick time events. Uh, audio was better for just that kind of thing. And uh, I, I think that would. I, I was going to vote for the quarry for this because I think that would. Because I remember you talking about you playing the quarry with your family. I don't know if it was you or if it was somebody yeah, else. Yeah, was but um, I remember you talking about the, playing the quarry with your family and playing with them and like showing them the game. And I think I agree with that because um, the quarry, like if say someone had like epilepsy. And they that or maybe they had like if you have like a mental disability, um, mm-hmm. and you can't really if you put yourself in the moment too much, you'll freak out and go nuts. Um, like I think that is very innovative, and that uh, the quarry doing that, adding features like that, is very um, important to um, like allow more people to enjoy the things the devs have made. Right, and I think the Last of Us Part One is where I'm going to differ from this. Because I genuinely, I was going to go to the quarry before this, and that was my vote um, probably a day or two ago, but after we had this discussion, yeah, we were looking up, like, you you have tweets from audiences, and that's where, this is where the, the disabled this is, this is uh, where argument this gets really in. Because the, the whole argument of The Last of Us Part 1 being remastered was, why are you remastering this? This game has come on so many times. It's the same thing with, like, Skyrim. It's like, dude, like, why? We don't need it on this thing, blah, blah, blah. The argument of The Last of Us Part 1 being remastered was that it was finally accessible for people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. It, they finally added certain uh, audio cues, they added certain aspects of uh, different controlling mapping, all kinds of stuff, where literally people from these audiences were like, no, guys, like I want you to understand, like the, I can finally play this game now, I can finally experience it by myself and have a great time like how I'm supposed to and how every single gamer is supposed to yeah. supposedly. I think the way they said it, this is the first time I can experience this game. And that right. really hit me hard because like I I really The Last of Us won. Holy cow, one of the best games I've ever seen as like a playthrough yeah. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And having that accessible to more people, I think that really puts it as, in my opinion, the winner of this category. And I think I agree with that. I'm going to put my vote on The Last of Us Part 1. What are you thinking? Um, to be honest, I'm going to vote with the Corey. Because I haven't seen a lot of The Last of Us Part 1, or Part 2. I haven't seen a lot of The Last of Us in general. 
And but just playing the sitting down and playing the quarry with the couch play function where you can play with family members and pass it off on different characters. First of all, I love that feature where you can literally pass the controller off at certain points when characters yeah. change in the story cool. game. Yeah. Love that feature. Cool. But like being able to use all those settings to like lengthen quick time events to make them slightly easier for people who are like uh, can't handle that in the moment stuff as well, or simply like making it so that you can just watch the story as a movie and enjoy the story in and of itself. Just those small little features that blow up this pretty damn good game already into something that I seriously think deserves to win this. I think um, I'm going to go to my... So you're going to say The Quarry and you two are going to say um, Last of Us. I think I'm, I'm going to say The Quarry. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch I'm gonna stick with the quarry because my reasoning is while I agree with that I agree with what The Last of Us did and uh, switching it up um, the fact that they had to re-release it the fact that you had to the fact that they had to re-release it in the first place to add that instead of thinking about them first and thinking about that first um, really pushes the quarry ahead in this situation because that was like it's that's i mean that's just how it plays that's how it was integrated with that thought in mind at first before anything else i think that's a great opinion and i i really like that argument a lot and i think that's a lot of it but i also will say it is much easier to integrate that into the quarry than the last of us i will say yeah that's true but but they probably 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 i think both ways i think it is they in my opinion they're pretty equal yeah Yeah. Yeah. so it could be it could go either way with this boat um, um, this actually discussion into the next category. Kind yeah, of it, it, it does work pretty well. And uh, so the next category is best community support. Best community support is the next category for recognizing a game for an outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness, inclusive of social media activity and game updates slash patches. Our nominees for this list are Apex Legends by Respawn Entertainment and EA. Destiny 2 by Bungie. Final Fantasy 6, 14, excuse me. Final Fantasy 14 by Square Enix. And Fortnite by Epic Games. And the best one, I think. No Man's Sky by Hello Games. Aiden, please take it away. You seem to have some interesting opinions on this one. Get Destiny the fuck off this list. <laughs> Get it off of here. Get it off. Well, so I, it does not deserve to be here. I love Destiny. I have played f- well into the hundreds of hours of Destiny. Get Bungie off this list. I think this off also goes into the the vagueness or weirdness No, I don't of the care. It says best community support and then you go into this thing and it's like game updates and patches where no. Destiny's no, 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 it blocks says, of things it and that's says, probably why it was not. No. It says out yeah, it's, it's true, still it's it doesn't matter. It's still bad. Well that, but that's that's not no, that's you, why you it don't, was nominated. You, you don't I know, but you don't even sure understand that. the fact that the way Bungie works is that Every time a new season comes out, there's always this fun, goofy little bug. Like, oh my god, I can launch myself halfway across the map and have like so much fun just flying all over the place. Gone. And within days, gone. Oh, but when would have when have we last seen a cru- new Crucible map? Five years ago. Mm. Or when have we seen this patch update? Hey, fix stasis. 
it's really bugging out or it's really OP in the Crucible and or it's there's certain like parts of the game that are just like cheese to crap. But anyway, and uh, they don't listen. So that's <laughs> they never listen. I, I think I agree with that. I don't think Destiny Two. I, I, they I don't think any of us are going to vote for it. They, there's a gun in Destiny called Telesto that that has been broken since launch. I'm sorry for your loss. It has been broken since launch, and it's been made such a meme that Destiny made an event about it. It's okay. <laughs> they made an event about Moving on, uh, David, what do you think about this category? Um, there's a clear winner in my mind. I agree. There's also a clear winner. There's a number one winner. I mean, Aiden. Hey. I mean, not Aiden. Ethan. Sorry. No, no, I never said my thing. <laughs> well, no, but I because I think all of us I are going to agree. I think all of us are going to agree. I want I Ethan to say if there is a clear winner. I disagree. Okay, never mind. I David, say what I you think. think. <laughs> I think it's not clear at all. Never mind. I think you're wrong. David, go ahead. All right. Three, two, one. No, no Man's, Man's Sky. Man's Sky. Apex Legends. No. You're wrong. Wrong. Uh, That's wrong. the worst opinion. So. Wrong. So. Explain, please. Here's where I go with this. Um, I actually, I think I may throw my vote in No Man's Sky, to be perfectly honest if I think about it. But Apex Legends and Fortnite need a discussion here. Apex Legends is one of the most responsive community-based game I think we have seen so far, other than... I mean, the beginning of No Man's Sky had some troubles, and No Man's Sky, honestly, if we were going to select on the game updates patches, they're cranking out game updates. They're fixing that game. No, they, 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 they add yes, content. Seriously. Like, they, have, they add content like they've got a chip on their shoulder. We need to talk about so it again. I, are, we, are we all agreeing No I'm Man's agreeing. Sky here? No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky has the best community support out there because they always they always listen to their, like, they find the bugs, they listen to their community, it's like, hey, this is a little weird, this is a little funky, and they fix it, and then add so many new things into the new patches. Like, every single patch has a name. I think, when, legitimately, I think it is close to Terraria in the amount of support yeah, and yes. love the devs have. I would agree. agree. Yeah. I think there it genuinely has to be a discussion on Fortnite and, and Apex though of like they literally are adding stuff all the time. Fortnite is adding out and you can they say are like, oh, it's money things. grab and stuff like that. But yeah, the aspect of they're constantly Fortnite's constantly changing. Fortnite's constantly a game that is differing and it's it's out there and we all we've already talked about it very innovative it's, just, it's completely different than how we ever thought it would <laughs> yeah be. as much as we don't like to talk about fortnite and give editing credit to it yeah it is an excellent it is a it i is mean excellent. honestly we should give credit though because oh, well, it's, I, there's the community right. of, like fortnite's bad and stuff like that but realistically like the the epic games team is something else yeah like, legitimately oh, the devs it's community based on why we don't like it it's it's the same reason we have like um, my Hero Academia and all that. Yeah, discussion. but Different the devs are like literally. Oh God, I have to find the game. There's a game that's coming up, and they have. Um, oh, it's a it's a Last of Us Battle Royale that they're doing, or Ooh, some type of or free to play Last of Us, and they have uh, the person who made the battle pass for Fortnite working on that game. Damn. And like legitimately, that's like it, it, that game's going to soar. The, the battle the battle pass revolutionized. That yeah, it really is, did. Yeah. As as much However, again as much as I don't like battle passes, it did, it did a really see, good job. See, Fortnite kind of did the battle pass halfway correctly. And no, it didn't. No, it did it. It did it perfectly. It was the perfect battle pass. 
Yeah, it, that's why it's called the Battle Pass. I don't either. No, I don't. I, a lot of people don't. I'm not I mean, a big a fan of do. battle passes, but they did it the best, and yeah. they revolutionized, uh, you know, like those types of games yeah. forever. Um, but I do want to say really quick. Uh, while it does have that support and it does have that air around it, it does not really have that game-breaking, groundbreaking support that No Man's Sky yeah, Or No Man's Sky is groundbreaking support. Neither, neither Respawn or uh, Epic Games listen to the community the same. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Moving on, all of us vote uh, No Man's Sky for that one. Yeah. Clear winner. Next category is Best Mobile Game, a controversial category because it's mobile games. For the best game playable on a mobile device, Cookie Run Kingdom. Cookie Run Kingdom, it's not true. Our nominees are Apex Legends Mobile, Apex Legends Mobile by Lightspeed Studios, Respawn and EA. Diablo Immortal by Blizzard. Genshin Impact by Hoyo. I don't know. Hoyo. Hoyoverse. Hoyoverse. Looks like this. There's no Marvel Snap by Second Dinner Studios by Newverse. And, uh, and Newverse. And finally, Tower of Fantasy by Huda Studios, Perfect World, and Level Infinite. Um, I believe it is Ethan's turn to start. Uh, I have next one. It uh, is David's turn to start. Okay, I want to talk about something really quick. I am a big Diablo fan. I've been a big Diablo fan since the release of Diablo 3. And I am so disappointed in this community and everything. Like, it's just... It really destroys me um do you want to talk about the voting incident to know oh god i'm going to tell the story but it destroys me to say that diablo immortal is arguably one of the worst popular mobile games it's Um, one of the worst games in general so like it well i say popular because there are obviously worse games but its popularity is just tied to the franchise that's all it is the gameplay seems okay until you want to progress, um, because then you have to shell out thousands of dollars to get Not what just you want. Thousands, hundreds, tens. Of thousands. Yeah, tens, hundreds. It's crazy amounts that you have to spend to progress further in this game, um, which is just not how a game should be run. Blizzard. But oftentimes that mm. is how mobile games are run. And I yeah. want to talk really quick about mobile game, like uh, Marvel Snap. Um, Marvel <coughs> Snap came out with a thunder this year, proclaiming to be one of the best card games or turn-based strategy games ever and it is not that no no way shape or form but it, it's an okay it's a half decent okay however game, it does not even me. close to hit with the giants of gotcha games such as cookie run kingdom, cookie run kingdom and <laughs> Genshin impact i feel like uh, i feel like there's there's a Sort of clear winner. I this. feel like there's a clear winner. It's got to be Genshin. It's got to be Genshin. Got to be Genshin. See, Apex Legends Mobile, great. It's also Apex Legends Mobile. Yes, I would put my vote in Apex. I know so. you would, but uh, <laughs> what, Just gotta do that. Genshin is going to win because it's it was designed to be a mobile game. Yeah, like it had its PC yeah, aspects, but it's also, but it's been, also designed. It's also been around and. So this has is Legends. So no, Apex Legends came out this year. Apex Legends Mobile came out. No this shot, year. it came out this year. Yes, Cameron Cameron Wynn was no playing that no in did. English class. That's classes. crazy. I'm not even joking. It came out this year. It came out last year or the year before. It. It's. I swear on my life, it just, came out this year. Keep on. Um, but the reason why I put Apex Legends Mobile is because it's like playing. I honestly like I've tried Genshin and I don't enjoy Genshin. 
I was just wondering why it's on. It's yeah, nothing. Never mind. Uh, yeah, no, I was just wondering why. Uh, so, Apex. When did Apex Legends Mobile come out? It should have come out this year. Because like, uh, Genshin Impact Mobile came out uh, September twenty eighth. I believe that said. Yep, September twenty eighth, twenty twenty. Yeah. So it has been around a bit. So I'm just wanting to see. It's still one of the top rated free mobile games. Is it? Yes. Then Genshin Impact is my vote. Okay, I, mean, I don't like to say that. It's been around for a bit. I will still say I enjoy playing Genshin Impact Mobile more than I do the computer version. Really? I enjoyed the I yeah. enjoyed PC version. May 17th, 2022. <laughs> There's no... That's crazy. However, I will say it still <laughs> doesn't, in my opinion, breach Genshin Impact. Yeah. I so badly... Well, I'm I'm going to clip it right now, and then when we come back... January, yeah, your vote. Jan- January it's going to be Marvel Snap. December 8th, it's, yeah, it's, it's Marvel Snap. Snap. It's Diablo Immortal. Moving on to the next oh, category. Oh, this oh, is oh, one of the big oh, ones oh, that Ethan has been talking about so hard. this whole oh, time. This category is Best Indie Game. For outstanding creative and outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system, outside of AAA's. The nominees are Cult of the Lamb by Massive Monster and Devolver Digital, Neon White by Angel Matrix and Annapurna Interactive. I still can't get that. Sifu by Slowclap, Stray by Blue Twelve Studio, and Tunic by the Tunic Team. I think this is interesting that uh, Devolver Digital helped with Cult of the Lamb. I didn't know that. Oh. Isn't Devolver... I, I'm not the one who has to start this. Yeah, I have. This, this, is, have this is an Ethan start. Needs to start. Right, so, I've been holding off. I've been harboring this this anger. And the, the, the sentence that came out of David... I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it. I'm not going to play it. I know. <laughs> I'm edited it right now with... Uh, um, Hades being more difficult than Tunic, they added this game, they added a section of this game where, and I'm going to start with Tunic and I'm going to go into the other ones, Um, Cult of the Lamb was fantastic. One of the things about Tunic was, I started up because of uh, Kind of Funny, which is one of the, uh, we take a lot of inspiration from Kind of Funny and Rooster Teeth, stuff like that. Heard of it from them, was like, oh, I'll just check it out, it's on Game Pass, that's cool, I'll check it out. Played through it, First minutes, the stuff that I showed them is, I was like, oh, this is cool, it's cute, it's nice, it's simple. And then you get to the first boss. Tunic? Yeah. And I didn't know there was going to be bosses. And I'm like, no, this, wait a minute. And I'm going to spoil a little bit. Um, There is this monster, uh, it's called the Siege Monster, which I'll play a clip of. And it's this little small thing in the center of the screen when you walk up to it in this huge arena. And you hit it the first time, and it awakens, and it's this huge, like, Elden Ring-style boss where you're dodging every single thing, you're coming in, you're slashing, and the entire game gets to the point where I probably took two hours to kill that boss. It took me so long because the boss has so much health, and I had to look through, and I realized that there's actually accessibility options where you can just turn on no no fail mode, which is... You just don't die because it's so hard, and the game knew that it was going to be so difficult. I'll pull up a, um, a clip? picture. Um, picture. I'm gonna be showing clips throughout this entire thing. This is what this looks like. This this monster thing. That's insane. It's fighting. Um, but yeah, that's just one of them. And then 
another aspect of Tunic, just like the bosses one, this is another, uh, you get to a certain area and it's just this dude standing on the side of a pillar with this huge horizon you fight on this, it's, it's like, it's mind-breaking. Um, and that's like another aspect of just the combat was fun, um, it's difficult, the world's beautiful, and then another aspect is something that I just absolutely loved was <clears throat> in old DS games, you would find like booklets that would show you every single thing, every single little thing. They did specifically for Zelda games. You mean like outside of the game or within the game? <coughs> outside of the game. You'd, you'd buy like a little pamphlet and it'd show you like, hey, like on this mapping of the controller, you'd press this to do this. They did that in this game where you find pages and as you find pages, you learn more aspects. It shows you little maps of certain areas. It shows you, shows you honestly where to go next. Uh, like you can look through the pamphlet and be like, oh wait, I haven't done this, okay. But there's also this aspect of every single thing is written in a different language. Um, and like, a, uh, like a game language, not yeah. like a different language. It's, it's not something that you can understand, but as you play, you learn more about it. And you learn, like little writing in the corner is like, it says like, it's like this little slash thing and then blah, blah, blah. But they're hiding secrets in the pamphlet that you find that you can go back and be like, wait a minute, I saw that there. I go back to it, I do this little function, holy crap, it opens up this entire new area that you don't, like, you could literally bypass if you wanted to. <laughs> and from what I was looking into it, it's like, you could finish the game and not touch any of the side things it's talking about in this pamphlet. It's an entire so, different aspect. I want to talk really quick. You got deeply offended by my comment of saying it's like the <laughs> 80s. Yes. I still maintain that point. Bull! Bull! No, 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 no. Let me. No, I, I swear to God. Variant. I have played Hades for upwards of 15 hours. There are four worlds. I have gotten to the middle waypoint of the second world. And I'm a good gamer with this. <laughs> I, I mean, I played all the way through Enter the Gungeon. I played all the way through Exit the Gungeon. Both of those games deemed harder than The Binding of Isaac. Harder than the vast majority of other dungeon crawling games. <coughs> I beat, um, oh my gosh, what is it called? Uh, it's another one, it's called Something Souls or something like that, or Souls something or other. It's very similar to this. Hades is so much more difficult. Mm. And you can even turn on a mode called God Mode, where every time you die, you get like a percent stronger. And it can still take you upwards of like 40 hours to beat. I want you to play through Tunic, just to, just to, because comparison, because you haven't played through, but I do agree, I feel like I, I can probably see the argument. But I, I feel as well, I think you just like this game. I don't know if it's going to win this category. I think I, you just like this game. Yeah, I think you do just like this game. Because no, best because, indie game? the thing is, I can look at this, this list, and I can make the arguments for the other ones. I can make the arguments. Cult of the Lamb, I love. I love that game. Fantastic. Um, game. It's fantastic. fantastic it looks great. It has one of the best things I've ever seen, like, play-wise. It's just fun. Yeah. Uh, Stray, honestly, I think Stray, it got a large community behind it, but realistically, I wasn't too big of a fan of just how... It's just... I, I think it was the best debut. Plus, I, it was the best debut. I think it was the best debut, but I don't think it was the best indie. Tunic, in this argument of the list, it's just, like, Sifu is really cool as well, but I, I just, I feel like Tunic did something different in the aspect of, it was a top-down, you don't see a lot of top-downs anymore, and it revolutionized that aspect of just how, it literally was like, it feels like a Souls-like. And, and it's also said it's almost like a Souls-like. Aiden, what are your opinions on this? Um, see. 
the only one I've played on this list is Tunic. Mm. And I've only played like an hour. Okay, so what do you so Cult of the Lamb. You think Cult of the Lamb? Best Oof. one of literally mm. I am a sucker for art. I am a That's sucker true. for art style. It's a beautiful game. Literally <laughs> beautiful art style. I love the two D three D design. Love that kind of genre when done or with that kind of like art direction when the two D three D works well. I love it. <laughs> literally love, love, love it. Cult of the Lamb will be my vote. I have not played it. I want to. David, I don't have the money for it. So, David, did you have a vote? I've not played a single one of these games. It is down to three, in my opinion. Cult of the Lamb, Stray, and Sifu. And Tunic's not on that list. I'm sorry. It looks like a fun game, and I honestly think I'd enjoy it, because I do enjoy those types of games. However, But I comparatively to the other ones. Comparatively? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think I, I agree I'm with gonna this. Have to cut so out, I'm going to have to cut out Cult of the Lamb. It's going to either be Sifu or Stray for me. I have my vote. And I'm going to vote for Stray. Just on the basis of winning. Just on the basis of winning, I think Stray is going to win. Sifu hurts. However, so however, I believe Sifu deserves it. I think Sifu is going to win. Dude, that's a, our first, like, all around. It's not our first, but it's been first and forever. No, I'm saying Sifu. I'm going to no, say Sifu is going to win. No one. No, no one one's the saying same. the same one. I, really? That's yeah. really fun. All right. Yeah. There we go. Um, yeah. So I, I think Sifu's going to win, honestly, oh, because, be so interesting. because oh, that Sifu, be crazy. Sifu is incredibly... In, this is, we're for, we can't forget here that these are all indie developers. Yes. These are all indie developers. Maybe maybe helped by another game publisher like Devolver is a, is a big indie game pusher like they help yeah. push it along they kind of just nudge it forward which is why i don't think cult of the lamb is the one i'm going to choose for because i yeah cult of the lamb is a very good game but i think they had that push and, and I, it's I, a beautiful game i agree i have not seen anything close to as much as sifu or stray i saw sifu day one of them announcing sifu that's how much i've seen of it I mean, I haven't played Sifu, but it looks, I know, it looks fantastic. It's very innovative in the way they do things like combat. If you die, you just grow older. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's oh, incredibly that's cool. That game. Yeah, it's Doofus. Oh, I've heard Bruh. about it. Oh my Doofus. God. Okay. I'm, I'm right, voting have... Sifu. So we have Stray, Tunic, Sifu, and Call to the Lamb. Moving on to that's our gonna next be an interesting one. Yeah, that's going to be yeah. a fun one to see. None of us get it. It's neon. I cannot talk mm-hmm. about this category because we are running long. Yeah, no, no, we do need to speed up just a little bit, but we need to have a conversation with the game of the year. Um, our next category is best ongoing game. Do we want to just rip through these ones? We're yes, going to. I think we need to. Best ongoing game awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. I'm our, going Apex. Our nominees, shut up. Sorry. Our nominees are Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. I'm going Apex. I'm going Destiny simply because of Witch Queen. I'm going Destiny because of Witch Queen. I'm going it's Destiny cool. because of Witch Queen. I'm going to say Fortnite. You're going to say Fortnite? That's a safe answer. I'm going to say Fortnite. I'll be honest. <coughs> Des- Des- Destiny with Witch Queen, they had to, uh, or even back back way back when in um, Season of Arrivals, uh, they had to annex half of the, half of the, they had to annex half of the world and get rid of it because if they had added what they were planning to add in the next coming up, in the next coming expansions and updates. For Destiny? Yes, for Destiny. They had to remove a whole ton of content only because if they had kept it in, 
um, they would have destroyed the game and made their servers nearly unplayable because of how much content was being run constantly. They okay. made it a very well... Uh, so, next one. So, we have Destiny. 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 Uh, I can't remember. Apex. That game is Apex, yes. And Fortnite. <laughs> Sorry. I next category is... That's just telling me what your vote is. So, I think this one's going to be an interesting one. Next category, Games I for Impact. This one was a little confusing. I having to throw this one away. For a thought-provoking game with a pro-social message or meaning. Um, our nominees are A Memoir Blue, As Dusk Falls, Citizen Sleeper, Endling, Extinction is Forever, Hindsight, and I Was a Teenage Exocolonist. I believe this is my turn to speak first. I'm going to say Citizen Sleeper because honestly, it's the, I mean, between Citizen Sleeper and As Dusk Falls, because they're the only ones I've heard anything about, I'm going to say Citizen Sleeper because I like it a little bit more. I'm going to say As Dusk Falls because uh, just of the aspect of, like, I didn't know what that game was going to be before I went into it, and it throws you right into it. And it's also just a different game. It's just weird. It's, like, uh, the stuff, like, the, the outside move or, like, the backgrounds move, but the characters don't. Like, they, it's, like a, it's like a flip book. Yeah. Like, they, like, they're, like, up and they're, like, n- their mouths don't move. But they're just like standing there, and it's like a, the overhead of what what they're saying and stuff. Strange. So, but it's 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 impactful. Citizen Sleeper as the squaws. This one is a tough one, and I gotta say, I'm disappointed that the Life of Strange remasters aren't on this list. Yeah, um, yeah they put remasters on some of the other lists. Yeah, I feel like they hmm. would definitely sweep this category. However, I will have to say, I'm in more blue. This is one that I, is, is highly discussed, and sorry for cutting you off, Aiden, but I feel like this it deserves it in every facet. I have not seen anything about any of these. I'm going to vote as Dust Falls because it has been very, very popular, and I want to put my vote down for something. True. All right. Okay, so to recap, as Dust Falls, Citizen Sleeper, as Dust Falls, and I'm going to say a memoir blue. Moving on to our next category. This one is geared more towards people than it is yeah. games. If we had more time. Yeah, um, if we had more time. This Honestly, is, we, this we can go into sleep. this a little bit because the next one is also kind of like a mid one. Yeah. Mm. Actually, no, it's not. It, <laughs> yeah. this next category a... is best performance. This is for awarded to an individual for voice acting, voiceover acting, motion and or performance capture. The nominees are Ashley Birch. From For Horizon Forbidden West, Charlotte McBurney, A Plague Tale Requiem, Christopher Judge, God of War Ragnarok, Man and Gage, <coughs> Immortality, and Sunny Soljic for God of War Ragnarok. I feel like this is, a, this is, okay, this is an easy answer because there are two that stand out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From I agree, actually. Christopher Judge and Sunny Soldier. There's three, actually, I think, yeah. Really? I, I'm There's guessing three. it's going to be Charlotte I think, McBurney. Yeah, from what we, what Charlotte I've seen McBurney. so far, her voice, like, like, as we picked it a little bit apart, yeah. we don't like the others, but she's really well she's fit excellent. for that character. She does fantastic. She just definitely deserves the nomination. Yeah, I am, like, like listening 100%. with headphones. I do have a different person that i'm gonna vote for but i'm listening with headphones she's doing like these like they're whispering through this area to try to avoid these people Mm -hmm. and you can hear the fear in her voice of like we have to get out of here like blah 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 blah, blah. and it's like it's oh it's so good it's seriously so good 
So your vote is? I'm going to put my vote into Christopher Judge. I'm because he also did not I'm get also it gonna the agree. other year. It's got to be Christopher Judge. I feel like he deserves it at this point. I don't feel like no one could voice Old Man Kratos better than Christopher Judge. I think Christopher Judge. The deep gravelly voice is... It's like no other. For who's gonna win? I think it's either gonna be Christopher Judge or Shia <laughs> Barney, and I'm gonna say Christopher Judge. Yeah, no, Sunny Sunny Soldier did a great job in God of War Ragnarok, but I feel like Christopher Judge just took hit it that, took it and ran with that emotion. Oh god, the emotional moments. and incredible. Now, not this again. They're all mentioned. They're all honorable they're mentions all because incredible. there's a reason they're on that list, and I think everyone. I think we. We, as people who are the community behind this, need to be able to support all of these people because they're awesome and we need to thank them for what they do. As Along a person, with, who, oh, yeah. sorry, as a person who wants to get into voice acting, um, I have to just be like every single one in this list. They are masters in their field. They are legitimate masters in their field, yeah. and they deserve everything they are getting credited for. Yeah. But with that, I think we're probably going to move on. Yeah. Uh, Moving on, our next topic is. Best audio design. Recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. And we have Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 by Infinity Ward and Activision. Elden Ring from Software, Bandai Namco. God of War Ragnarok from Santa Monica Studios and Sony. Gran Turismo 7 by Polyphony Digital and Sony. And Horizon Forbidden West by Gorilla and Sony. Um... I'm just going to go out here and say I know for people who are incredible car nerds that Gran Turismo is definitely going to be their vote because oh, yeah. Yeah, because if you true. can if you can match a car sound perfectly and I think it, it, it's got to be why it's on the list um, if you can match a car sound like that it just feels so good to play a game like that because I know Her- yeah. Forza Horizon did a very good job at that yes, at some point Forza did an incredible job with their sound design yeah so I'm not going to vote Gran Turismo I, uh, Gran Turismo has a contender but only for the car nerds yeah only for car nerds for everyone else I think it's going to be something else but I'm going to let uh, David go ahead and take this one for now I am going to say it is a it is a difficult choice between two of the options actually yep. I'm going to go ahead and preface really quick. There are two categories for audio. There is musical score and audio. That's yes. the difference here. Yes. So we're not thinking about music at, yeah, at all. Yeah, this is not music. This, this is, is like your sound effects, ooh, your sound that design. changes everything. Yes, yeah. it does. Mind. It does. Yeah, it's not about so, the music. It's about the sound effects, the sound design, everything about it, which is why Gran Turismo is in there. In my opinion, it comes down to two, which is uh, the two ones that really took the world by storm this year, which is Elden Ring and Ragnarok. For me, I gotta say, I love Elden Ring's sound design. Yes, I do it. Fantastic. It gives me chills. However, Ragnarok is gonna be my Ragnarok win. Oh, sorry. Ragnarok wins simply because of Jorgen Gander. I think it wins for multiple reasons. No, don't forget, this is not for best performance. No, Jorgen Gander's not even a performance. It's mostly sound effects. Sound effects. He doesn't. He doesn't speak. So, where are your votes going? Well, he doesn't speak a language. Vote. Mine's God of War. God of War. God of War. Jesus. <laughs> wow, I just viewed what you're going yeah. to say. Uh, my vote is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. <sighs> Actually. And the reason why, audio design, they got... I've watched the campaign. And I'm going to switch to it. I'm going to go with Call of Duty. the entire campaign. They've got... They got gun noises. They got footsteps. They, they got, got gun noises. Shut up. Shut well, up. Uh, you you want to wanna get into a tussle right now about your Destiny comments, mister? Um, <laughs> True. Uh, what's it called? But, like, they've got, they got, like, 
reloading and just like breathe like the breaths of your player and stuff and just that's not even counting the music behind like you can't talk about music in this category because there's another category because that's for a it. different thing it is like just how they did everything in in this campaign like i i uh, don't even yeah. hate to give it credit because it it does it deserves the credit uh, and especially activision knows how to do sound Sound. That's just period. I'm gonna agree still, with you. I'm gonna go with Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Still saying Ragnarok. 100%. Still saying Ragnarok. Alright, so to recap, Ragnarok, Modern Warfare, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Now, shut up. Sorry. For the next category, uh, we have the one I was just talking about. Best score in music. For outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song and or licensed soundtrack. Do maternal what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> nominees are A Plague Tale Requiem by Oliver Dervier. Also. Dervier. Elden Ring by Sukasa Saito. Nice. Good. Okay, okay well, I'm better with Japanese names. Okay. Right, next one is God of War Ragnarok by Bear McCree. McCreary, the composer. I apologize to anyone if, if these guys ever watched me and get mad at me. I, they, I don't think they ever will, but if they did, I apologize. Um, <laughs> Metal Hellsinger by Two Feathers. Two Feathers. That's the composer. Bro messed up Two Feathers. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Twitch, can you ignore <laughs> physical <laughs> violence? Can you ignore and physical we'll violence? Right <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> A Plague Tale, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Metal Hellsinger, and finally Xenoblade Chronicles 3 by Yasunori Mitsuda. Nice. This is a hard choice. This is a hard choice. Now, to remind us, best score and music is what we're voting on. I think, Ethan, it is your turn to speak first. Really? I mean, I got there. Okay. Um, I honestly, I wish I could do a Plague Tale. I wish I had more time to listen to the soundtrack of Plague Tale. Because from what I've heard, it's pretty good, but I don't think I have enough time in to vote for it. I don't think it um, surpasses others. Yeah. I'm going to vote God of War, to be perfectly honest. Uh, we had a discussion about Elden Ring. Elden Ring definitely has a lot. Fantastic. And honestly, it might win, but like God of War, just like, I, I freaking love that soundtrack. It's fantastic. God of War's soundtrack is incredible. I feel like the big three here are Elden Ring, God of War, and Xenoblade. Well, I haven't Xenoblade heard any of that. Xeno, yeah, no. Okay. Metal Hellsinger. Metal Hellsinger. It's good. It's it gives me knockoff <coughs> Doom vibes. It Actually, gives you what? Knockoff Doom vibes. Mm, yeah, I mean it sounds like a knockoff Doom game. Yeah. It, no yeah. offense. Um, I'm gonna vote Elden Ring. Really? I I simply I am a from software nerd. I love I love Dark Souls. I love Elden Ring. I love Bloodborne. All of those games are just some of the best games ever. Sekiro is amazing. Um, I had to see this. Why? <coughs> because I'm just making sure I'm looking at this. God, I mean, Elden uh, Ring. Okay. I'm voting Elden Ring. Right. See, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the weird one here. I'm voting Xenoblade because you're weird. Uh, from from like Elden when Ring. When he gets a point, you'll be talking later. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> legitimately. Um, yeah. So Elden Ring. Great soundtrack. I have never been more hype when fighting a boss in Elden Ring and listening to like the core, the the classical chorus and like with the opera and all that. God of War Ragnarok has great score for the background music of these those emotional scenes that, oh, but Xenoblade, I, I've never played Xenoblade, and I, 
listen to the music <laughs> because a friend of mine played it during a D and D campaign, and it just hits those notes of like fantasy and battle and like unity and all those like we're all anime nerds we all know those soundtracks in certain uh video games and anime yeah, and I all just, sorts of stuff it just fits i just found an intro to another anime that i have on my playlist now it's not even it was like a pretty decent one but like it's on my playlist so, now so moving on and uh, thank you again to the composers because you guys are excellent. I think I think this is an easy one. Best art direction is the next category, next category for outstanding outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. Our uh, nominees are Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn, and Stray. Scorn's only category. Just yeah, gonna point that out. It's probably in your turn. Uh, Scorn. That's that's the easy answer. No, it, Scorn, say what you want about the gameplay, it nailed the art to a T. And I think it, it of it, Elden Ring's, like, God of War Ragnarok, I feel like is a little bit lower on this list, even though it has some beautiful scenes and art. It, I would go Scorn, Elden Ring, Ragnarok. Cool. Scorn right. hit its point. Ethan. Scorn. David. I want you to talk about this before I do. I'm saying Elden Ring. I'm saying Elden Ring. Really? Mm-hmm. Because as cool as Scorn is, it just doesn't have that same punch that it Elden does Ring not. does. And I'm going to agree okay, with you here. So is Scorn, Scorn is beautiful. Scorn is a beautiful. creepy, creepy-ass game. And it's one of those games which just gives you the icks while, you, while you're playing it, while you're watching someone play it. However, it does not get across its point of being like it does not make up for any of the other categories yeah. it's a beautiful you know, game I might, I it's might very change. nice elden ring ones elden ring i might change simply because of uh i might change to elden ring because elden ring simply is. because i have and no other game has made me stop and look around i think taking the view the reason i'm not the reason i'm voting elden ring over scorn and i'm just gonna talk about this really quickly is because of the variety I agree. elden ring has an incredibly incredibly very like incredible various like way of they're doing that right direction and it's excellent every time i think you know this corn is great this corn is an excellent art director at one thing at one, at thing. one thing master of one is uh not jack of all trades but um ethan what'd you say i changed the elder Elden Ring and us, we're all Elden Ring all nerds here. Right. Best narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. Our nominees are A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and Immortality. David, your turn. Go. Okay, I'm going to start this off just quick and simple. God of War Ragnarok wins this one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Easy. God of War Ragnarok, Elden Ring, amazing game, literally revived the gaming market. Narrative... God of War Ragnarok is second to none. So, Plague Tale Requiem yeah. as well deserves a mention here. Fantastic for the narrative. Great, great narrative. However, does not beat Ragnarok. Ragnarok makes me want to cry sometimes. It's yep. fucking amazing. Pretty, pretty so I'm going to go language. God of War as well. I really, 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 really want to vote Elden Ring because Elden Ring has an incredible, varied, again, See, incredibly story. It's incredible. Not that great, moving around stuff, but. Yeah, like I mean, you can go different paths, is what I'm trying to say. But yeah. God of War story, I think hits hits. I'm not gonna say home because that's not right. It hits for a lot of people. It hits harder. And so I'm gonna. Elden like Ring God doesn't necessarily have a story. It has a lore. Yeah, it, it's, that's it true. It has a lore that you have to go searching for. I agree with that. I agree. So all of us, God of War, mm-hmm. best God of War. Second to last. Next category, best game direction. 
Awarded for Outstanding Creative Vision and Innovation in Game Direction and Design. Our nominees are Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, and Stray. <coughs> Ethan, vote. Ooh, this is difficult. I'm going to go Elden Ring. It's a safe, I guess. I, like, I genuinely think for innovation, it revived first person, or not first person, single, single, single player. player. I agree. I'm it also going single player. 100%. I'm also voting See, Elden Ring. the way I'm reading that, I want to say Stray, because it did have one of the most creative visions ever, mm, but I don't think fair. you can, like, Stray had something completely unseen before. <clears throat> but I think Elden Ring does win this category simply because it revived like the gaming market as a whole. Revived single player gaming. So I think you guys have convinced me I was going to go God of War, but I'm going Elden Ring now. Yeah. Another thing, uh, God of War has been done more than Elden Ring. I agree. That's true. Yeah. I mean, so, excuse me, more than Dark Souls. Now we are at the final. Now oh, this boy. this one we should I, take some time. We should take some time for this one. We've been trying trying to skimp through the rest of them for this one specifically. This is the final category, the one end all be all category, and that is so the game of the year. I think, <coughs> I think whoever gets this one should get two points. I'm just going to say. Uh, yeah, no, two Because points. it is the culminative category for all of them. Mm-hmm. Game of the Year Award, its description is recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. The nominees for this year are A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Aiden. Hit right. it off. Let's let's address the elephant in the room. Which of the two are you choosing? <laughs> uh, there are two that we all know are going to. I be just want to say really quick: these other ones deserve to be yes, nominees. They hundred they do. 100%. Uh, for for each individual reasons. However, really, when you think about it, it narrows there, it down to there two. A uh, Plague it's, Tale is an excellent game. Two. Horizon Forbidden West, I'm pretty sure, is an excellent game. Stray mm-hmm. is, yeah, pr- is okay. Oh, I don't know. One of the one of the most in- in- innovative and creative games I've seen. Xenoblade. I literally, I have some friends who are a little too obsessed with Xenoblade. Xenoblade, <laughs> another excellent game. I'm sure Stray was an excellent game. It for all for all intents and purposes, it's down to Elden Ring and God of War for game and of the year. And this is a hard, hard choice for me. This is a hard choice for all of us because yes. of specific reasons. But do you so want to finish I'll, off? And I'll say it? I'll start with the first one. So my whole debate on God of War versus Elden Ring is there's so many factors that come into it. Gameplay. Start off with the easy one. Gameplay. I feel like God of War's combat system is amazing, customizable. It's awesome. I prefer Elden Rings. I prefer that gritty style where you can choose your weapon. Your weapon shapes your fighting style. You can shape yourself with your stats and just completely make it your own. It's it's uh, it's like you learn the combat system and then you make it your own by building your character rather than having to simply just learn the combat system and learn the combos. And play and, as Kratos. Yeah, and play and be, you know, the god of war. Yes, it's fun. Yes, it's very intricate and incredible but it's not you it, it is not 
you. So I want to jump onto this really quick. I think I think it's perfect to switch to the other side of the table. <coughs> so I think it's safe to say your bet is Elden Ring. Uh, I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. There's more. This really? is one category. So I I want to jump over here really quick to say with gameplay in specific, I do agree that Elden Ring would win. However, I want to acknowledge as well some of the design features and customability of God of War, which I really think just blows it out of the water for a certain group of people. If you're not one who wants the hack and slash, if you're not someone who wants to go forward and fight intricate battles and stuff like that, it is it is more your speed of game. It is an easier game. I'm gonna say, yeah. Yeah, well, it's also meant to be like it's not a Dark Souls. It's not a Dark Souls game. game. And actually, I just want to add in my opinion really quick here. So when it boils it down to the two Ragnarok and uh, Elden Ring, it's basically, in my opinion, basically butter versus gold. Um, There is one which is going to be the clear cut winner here, in my opinion, and that's just got to be Elden Ring. Uh, yeah. because I just want to say that really quick Elden Ring has stood the test of time from the very beginning of this year and FromSoft it's... has done their due diligence to make sure that happens yes they mm-hmm. have and as well I will say God of War has won a game of the year already 2018 mm-hmm. it won the game of the year I'd believe it deserved it 100% however Elden Ring took the world by storm, revived gaming categories. It revived people's interest in it. Mm-hmm. It's got to win. I, Ethan, go ahead. <coughs> I can't say anything again. I think I 100% believe David in this aspect of I think I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that it's not the, it's because God of War is fresh, and that's why it wins. Yeah, uh, uh, we really should bring that up. That but God of War is much fresher, and that's why they—it's probably why they released it so this close, because mm-hmm. so they, they want that game of the year. But and I think it, it deserved its time. But like, and that's not to it, God of War is fantastic. It's mm-hmm. a fantastic game. But I like I remember just being like I remember going to Elden Ring for the first time, and I played a certain way because of my friend. And I didn't like it. I was like, nah, Elden Ring sucks. This game legitimately is the worst. Mm-hmm. And then I played through it with Aiden sort of by my side of just like, he was like, eh, just try out this t- build. Yeah, I was try getting this tips build. and tricks. Like, do this. And I got so much farther and I saw so much more of this game that I was just enveloped for like probably like three or three or so weeks where I was just like, that was my I game. I hopped on and did that. And it was my thing. That was it. And I, yeah. I genuinely just, how it... It revived the single player as we talked about the story. Honestly, I enjoy like the sequence where it's the lore goodbye, yeah. and like <gasps> yes, I like I have the shot. I might be able to put it. That might be spoilers. Oh my gosh, are you talking about the tree or yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But it's oh, just it's a fantastic. Sh- it's a fantastic um, mm. homeboy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fantastic. Game and I think it deserves it one time. That leads into my vote. The reason I'm going to vote Elden Ring over God of War is because I, if I had gotten El, uh, if I had gotten Elden Ring or God of War at the time, I might have had a different opinion. 
I plan on playing Elden Ring to its fullest extent when I can, when it's available to me and I'm able to. Because, because my PC cannot run it at the moment and I'm pissed. Elden Ring is the only game... Shut up. Elden Ring is the only game within recent years that I will fully support purchasing for $60 for full price. Yep. It is the mm, only game. Generally. And it is the only game I am planning to play to its entirety. Entirety. I'm, entirety. I don't... I, I bought... Sorry. If sorry. You can, Stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Layton, if you can do that, I will legitimately like give you a pat on the back and a kiss on the There's like, like, so much be, time. I do not care. Elden Ring... Even understand that goes into my point, but you can keep talking. Literally, the only game within again recent years, only game I will drop and have dropped sixty dollars on for it. I pre-ordered it because I was that hyped for it. This is why I'm voting Elden Ring because Elden Ring had that effect for many more people. I would say yes. I I bought my Xbox to play Elden Ring. Yep. That I legitimately bought my Xbox Series S to play Elden Ring. I have beaten the game once already, and I've gotten into my new big game plus. And just going through that, I I accidentally forgot something, so I speed run, I sped run through the game uh, to get uh, a certain item that I had forgotten. And then I started exploring around and just like futzing around doing whatever. I discovered places I had never even noticed before. Yeah, like. I legitimately I played uh, well <coughs> into a hundred hours of the game and started New Game Plus and discovered completely undiscovered areas where I could get all sorts of new weapons and new con like new weapons that can go into new combos and new builds and just trying out all of the different things that are in that game. Mm -hmm. It's you can play like God of War, amazing game, amazing story. It only hits once. The story of God of War only hits once. Elden Ring has so much replayability mm -hmm. with the new game pluses and just making a new game in general and starting out with a different build from square one. It there's so much replayability and so much stuff to and explore DLCs being, and, and potentially DLCs, DLCs coming well, they, out. They've one hundred percent confirmed. That yeah, one hundred percent. They're coming out. Yes. So, Elden Ring uh, to finish up. Elden Ring just takes the cake. I mean, and honestly, also we can bring up the point that God of War is also PS5 exclusive or PS4 there, exclusive. That's another one. PS5 exclusive. You cannot play Elden Ring. I mean, you cannot play God of War elsewhere. Uh, which honestly, it's done for, but yeah. it stunts it, it a stunts lot. it hard. Yeah. And I think people should realize that. I think because that's... I, pe I think people are going to vote for it after watching it and not realizing that. They can never play it if they don't own a PS5. I don't. I, or a PS4 I, even. I, I think, think Sony. Honestly, I think Sony could make more money if they didn't do that. So, I think that'll be it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah um, to I, wrap up, Elden Ring. Elden Ring across the board, we think is going to be game of the year, and it and, deserves it. And it deserves I, it 100%. And um, I just want to thank everyone who did get nominated for Game of the Year mm -hmm. uh, or anything in general, any of the categories. Deservedly overall. Everyone deserves it. Everyone deserves it. Honestly, except maybe... Except FIFA. Except FIFA. Bum, 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 that's bum, a different bum, category. Except for like <coughs> half of those bum. sports games no, category. Among Us does. But, but um, does. Bella in the chat. Bella's oh, the only one left. Oh, Bella, thank you so much. <laughs> and I just want to thank anyone who is, especially like in later times, if you're re-watching or listening to this on Spotify. You got this far. Holy, holy, holy crap. crap. Like, wow. 
That congratulations! Congratulations! We love you. Thank you very much. Win a prize. Hand, Click hand the link down below to win the prize that you just won. No, no seriously. No, no, no. If you guys get to this part, message us on our Instagram and we will give you something. I don't. Shout out. I we'll shout you out. You get, no, I can promise that. From me specifically, you will get something. From <laughs> you me. get one singular magic pack. <laughs> yeah, you get. Uh, like, bro, I will me. give you something customized or something. I do not and care. We'll know. We'll know. We'll know. Because if you have listened this far and you get here, you will be the only one who sends us to something <laughs> like <laughs> but um and bella goddamn, i cannot believe it but um to finish up thank you guys so much for watching this has been the four light podcast we're signing off um incredible discussion oh, one boy. of our longest yet and um it's be so much fun to watch yeah that was so much fun editing thank <laughs> you so much all right you can find us on instagram i think it's linked in four light podcast yeah. for, it's, it's literally uh, four light podcast no caps no spaces yep so so signing off bye guys, bye, guys. Good Woo! Night, guys. well played thank you uh, elden ring wins <laughs>